Hello, this is Tyler Butler, the Dungeon Master and Podcast Director for The World of Esther, and I'm here to welcome you to our special episode. Now, a quick disclaimer before we start. My current work schedule forbids me from doing our regular podcasts, and as of now, we have no idea when we'll be reassigned to our regular schedule. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this special episode. We had a lot of fun making it over Memorial Day weekend, and we had a blast of a night, and I hope you enjoy it just as much as we did. And now, on with the show. Thanks for listening. Welcome to, uh, to to our special episode of The World of Esther. Woo! Woo! Yes. After a long hiatus, we finally have time this Memorial Day weekend to get together and play a super long episode tonight. This episode is dedicated to our number one fan, Queen of Tarts. Thank you for your support and your comments. Amazing name. Uh, a quick disclaimer as well. Uh, several of our cast uh, cannot be here today. Uh, Logan, who plays Charlie, Ethan, who plays Pyros, and John, who plays Garuk. John will no longer be playing with us due to work conflicts as well. And uh, the other two are just very busy today. Mm-hmm. Also, another big uh, thing today is that it is the one year anniversary of our two characters. Shaltha and her arch nemesis, the man with the thistle down hair. Happy birthday, Shaltha! <laughs> Happy birthday, Shaltha! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! We also have two children here. There are also two children here, yeah. Yes, we also have two children here to replace the, the two teens. The very little <laughs> small child is <laughs> my daughter, Lucy. So. Yep. We've got uh, Shaltha's daughter, Lucy, and uh, Millicent's son, Q, who is very quietly sucking on a pacifier. <laughs> for now. We'll for now. Up. For now. And let's hope it keeps that way. <laughs> he needs a nap, so I'm working on that. Same. Alright. Alright. Well, ready. with all that news out of the way, let's dive into tonight's episode, special episode, of The World of Esther. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So... So when we last left off... Oh, mommy. Oh, mommy. Oh, no. Oh, mommy. (laughs) 
Um, so when we last left off, our heroes had uh, finished a dinner reception with Xanathar and have been tasked with finding codename Lazarus, who the, many of the party know as the evil sorcerer Mialgus. And they have been tasked with uh, paying him a visit and collecting his debt, or if not paying his debt, then they are allowed to off him and teach him a lesson. But checking back on their uh, uh, fort and making sure that Amira and the king were all right, they found that their fort was empty, and that in turn one of their ferns uh, that Solstice has been very carefully pruning... I forgot about the poor fern. ...had been cursed with a, uh, a strange bout of gibberish. <laughs> this obviously detailed the workings of the man with the thistle-down hair. And sure enough, as they walked out the door to try to journey into a way to find uh, to the Feywild, they stepped into <coughs> the wilds of the Fey, right in front of his manor home, Lost Hope. And now the party has entered the main domain. Oh yeah, didn't we see the statues too? The, yes, they saw statues of Amira and the king rendered in stone. And inside the fortress, his lost hope, uh, the man with the thistle down hair is now calmly sitting in a nice throwback chair. Bitches. Along with our disclaimer, uh, Charlie and Pyros will be in a will not be involved in this mission. And as for Grook, well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so, you are inside Lost Hope. You stand about and you are standing in the foyer, the sort of living room, as it were, of Lost Hope. He is sitting with his very well manicured fingernails, staring at you two, staring at all of you, not you two, all of you. <laughs> with Shalta wearing a hat. <laughs> Her captain's hat. I love it. I miss the hat. He stares he stares at all of you and says, Well then, welcome to my humble abode. It is so good to see you all again. <clears throat> That's what you call it. Good is indeed what I call it, my good man. I don't think I've had the pleasure of in of uh, introducing most of you to myself. I don't think I think we care. Do you not care? Should we? Hmm. I don't know. Should you care about the uh, tulips that are growing out of your ears? Are there tulips growing out of my ears? <laughs> uh, you can check to see. And yes, indeed, you kind of rub your ears, and there are tulips sprouting out of your ears. You are not deafened in any way, right? But yes, you have tulips very slowly sprouting out of your ears, and it is not a very pleasant sensation. No, I don't like it. Enough of the parlor tricks. Parlor tricks, is that what you call it? He uh, flicks at the tulips, and they turn into seagulls and fly away. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like gripping my axe so hard, like just my white knuckle in it, like I'm so angry. Now, now, now's not the time for violence, dear darling Shalfa. After all, I'm Can not here. Can I see here. it on the ground? Quaint. After all, 
<laughs> I do want to ask you all a favor. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't even spoken my favor yet. And I'm sure if you do it, I will return your dear compatriots back to life. Captain, I don't think this is something we can just ignore. I don't know what your history is, but... Oh, we have quite the long history. Have you not told them, dear? Don't call me that. I'll keep that in mind. You see, she and I go far back. I kept something of hers, and in turn, I let her keep her life. And several of her friends as well. She came with two compatriots, and she left with one other. And the other has been working with me. But that's ancient history at this point. Let's focus on the now. I need a little bit of help. You need help? Yes, I know. Quite the uh, anachronism, isn't it? An all-powerful being such as myself needing help from, well, lesser beings. But nonetheless, I have something to wager for you to do this. And if you do what I ask, they shall be returned to you. No harm, no foul. What's the catch? Catch, darling. There is no catch. There's always a catch. <sighs> oh, catch, catch. To catch a tiger by the tail. Whatever, whatever. Well, I can't possibly think of one. You're or lying. I don't lie unless I need to, Shautha. You must need to a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Only to those who try to disobey me and try to cheat me. But let's not be so serious. Does anyone want something to drink? No. A puppy one. Not from you. I need help finding my mockingbird. Mockingbird. Yes, it's a very precious mockingbird. Oh no. I was. Oh no. <laughs> A mockingbird? Remember where you got that staff? Oh, game. Yes, you see, I was pruning its cage earlier today, and it just fluttered and flew into the rafters, and I just can't seem to find it. So I figured, why not uh, ask you? So you think it's somewhere in here? Oh, not in the foyer. I've tried to lure it here, but he just won't beckon and call. He's probably in somewhere else in the manor house, and if you please, you may venture in. I just ask of one thing. Do not kill my mockingbird, or any of the other pets I keep in some of my other rooms. What if they attack us? Well, run away. Because I certainly will not tolerate the death of something precious to me. So why don't you do it yourself, then? Oh, I would, 
but I have you to do it, and if you do it, I'll return Amira and the king to you perfectly fine, untouched. How do we know you're, you'll keep to your word on that? As a lord of fae, I am bound by honor to keep my word. And if that is not enough, then give me your hand. You're not touching me. Oh no, it won't be my hand that touches your hand. <laughs> I'm not that guile. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just... Hold your hand open. He uh, steps over to you, pulls his nail until a, uh, a dagger comes out, then cuts open his heart. What the fuck? And silver blood trickles out into your hand. You can't be sanitary. He then uh, seals up the wound, licks the blood, and says... By blood of Fay, my word is bound, they shall be unharmed. The blood seems to seal into like a little, it seems to coil almost like mercury down your wrist, around it, and it turns into a silver pendant. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> so long as you bear my blood sigil, I am honor bound. Until the deal is done, no harm shall befall you. And should I betray my oath, then I will surely suffer harm unto myself. I don't know what else to do if you still don't trust me, but I, I trust... trust you. Where do you think your stupid mockingbird went? It could be in any of the rooms throughout the house. I would, in a direction. I would personally start with the kitchen, and I would hope that uh, Slav hasn't done anything to him. Who's Slav? My cook. My head chef. <clears throat> there are at least eight rooms throughout the house, not including this. There's the kitchen, there's the lounge, the stairwell is its own domain. I also have, there's also the washroom, the master bedroom, the study, the slaves quarters downstairs, and uh, the guest room upstairs. Well, I think we need to get to work. It doesn't look like we're going to get out of here otherwise. So, what do you guys think? Be at your own pace. There is no rush. I actually quite admire having uh, visitors of their own free will here. If that's what you call this. I was going to say, I wouldn't consider this free will, but... So, tell me, if... We get your mockingbird. Your friends will be set free. And will you send us back home? But of course. I wish the man with thistledown's hair, mockingbird, was here with us right now in my hand.
use a wish on. That was dumb. I don't care. Oh, it's like, Tyler's whole freaking plan. He's like, well, there goes four hours of planning. <laughs> also, you weren't specific enough. What's done is done. <laughs> I hope Tyler makes it appear in her hand and then fly away again. <laughs> oh, I figured it would be dead. I'm sorry, and then we'd be fucked. Yeah. I wanted to see the rest of this house. Alright. Whoop! Guess what? Let's see. Base use spells I'm sure there's some kind of summoning spell. Uh, I'm sure there is. Uh, let me take a look. Kyler hates you now, just so you know. <laughs> I mean... It would avoid us going through a lot of trouble. <laughs> a lot of trouble that I made sure to... Spend the whole, like, time planning for If the... you really don't want me to do it, I can do it. Uh, What's done let me... Done, my dude. Let He's me... just gonna punish you for screwing with him. Let me see if there is, like, if a... You're the first to die. <laughs> Your head's going up his ass. <laughs> his head's going up his ass. <laughs> also, if I, but I also feel like if that would have worked, then the man with thistle down here could have done it himself. The wish is pretty powerful, so. All right, I will say that indeed the mockingbird appears for a second in your hand. I want to grab it. Right, um, make a uh, make a dexterity check. Just plain dex. Yep. That's a sixteen. You kind of have to wrestle with it. It has a strength, uh, you know, not contained in a, a regular mockingbird, and it sort of pecks at your hand enough that it kind of you force it to let go at the slightest convenience. It flies and then it just poofs. Also, it just went off and did its own thing again. So, well, that was something. <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler. Bravo. I suppose if you're going to have to contain it, I did forget this. Forgive me. I've been so stressed about my mockingbird. He uh, pulls a little bit of hair out and then flicks it into a bird's <coughs> cage. You'll need this to hold him and bring him to me. And he uh, levitates it toward you. Towards me? Towards you. Someone else carry this stupid thing I'm not going to. I guess I'll carry it. They're very good, Stelzitz. I didn't tell you my name. You didn't have to. The little red flags are popping up. <laughs> I don't know anything about this guy, but yeah. Anyways. Now Shalpa did not share her Trauma. previous knowledge of her. Let's just say I happen to know a little bit about everything that I see. Now, chop chop, my mockingbird isn't going to. Wait forever to return to I'm its master. That's an awful way to share like my constant glare at Tyler. Because <laughs> this whole time I'm just giving so much sassy yeah, attitude, she, like looking she at him. She is giving me such like, shame oh, right now. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody she is. Hear. She is giving such shade right now. It is. It is just wow. All right. So you've been tasked with finding a mockingbird in. 
his uh, house. All right, we're all... Well, Captain, you're the one who knows the most about this guy. Lead the way. In the meantime, I will be warming myself by the fire. And he uh, sort of snaps his fingers, points to the fireplace, and emerald green flames sort of begin to burn. Dying in <laughs> Well, he did say we should check the kitchen first. Shasta immediately doesn't want to go check the kitchen just because she fucking hates the <laughs> this not there. That's fair. Honestly, I think the first thing she would want to do is check the guest room. Okay. So you, you <coughs> enter See if into any unfinished business up there. Alright, so you make your way to the stairwell in order to get upstairs. And what unfolds in front of you as you open the door to the stairwell is something out of an MC Escher painting. The store the stairs are just they go into various porticullises. It's basically the last half uh, fifteen minutes of lab labyrinth. Cool. Uh, oh boy. Above you, as you enter, uh, above you is this large archway that leads to a set of stairs. And on it is written in quotations, forward, backward, top to bottom, will get you nowhere anytime soon. Backward, forward, bottom to top, brings you to the right stop. Can you repeat that one more time? I'm sorry, I was trying to get Lucy to stop singing, like, Twinkle Twinkle Little Stars. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to get Quentin's hand, he had it wrapped it, up. Since it's a riddle, I need to, like, actually hear it. No, no, think, it's okay, it's okay. It's, think um, how Shoutha would process that, not me as a... Forward, backward, top to bottom, will get you nowhere anytime soon. Backward, forward, bottom to top, brings you to the right stop. Backward, forward, forward, bottom, top brings you to the right stop. Yes, backward, forward, bottom to top will bring you to the right stop. Um, I would like to look at my compass and see if it's doing anything. Your compass has now returned to its uh, precious golden hue. And in, indeed, it is, it is doing something, but not very helpfully. Here in the stairwell, the compass seems to be spinning madly in all directions. Chalpa's gonna like tap at it angrily. She's dumb, so I'm trying to get back into it. It's been awesome since I played her, so yeah, she's gonna be like, piece of junk. <laughs> kind of just like shove it back into a pocket or whatever. So, how many different staircases can we walk down right now? There is one to your immediate um, left that leads up, and one to your immediate right that leads down. Okay, so I think we need to go up to my bottom top. You said it's backward, forward, bottom to top. Yeah, I know. There's no staircase behind us, is there? No, right behind you is the door you came in to re lead into the stairwell. Or do you think we need to go down to get up? I think that would be probably, uh... So, go down the stairs? 
That'd be my best guess. It's only one way to find out. Alright. What do you say going down? The faster I get through this stupid room, the better. I don't know. All right, so who's who's going to move first? Or are you all going together? Well, once we decided that we were going down, Shalfa would start. All right, so you start to move uh, forward to the uh, descending staircase. Mm -hmm. Then you start going backwards. You start walking backwards in your train of thought, all the way up the stairs, through several porticulluses wrapping around the room, <coughs> and then you return. There's another center staircase um, in front of the archway, and you find yourself right back to the spot you started at. Okay, so that didn't work. Well, maybe it did. It's backwards, forwards, bottom to top. Maybe there's a specific order you have to... Ascend the stairs. We went backwards, now maybe we go forwards. So up. I mean, right. this is what we're gonna do. Either way, I mean, there's yeah. only one other way to go, yeah. so we may as well. Let's go for it. So you try to go up? Yeah. Yep. Alright, so you try to go up, and the same thing happens but in reverse. Instead of going to the left-hand stair heading up, you're forced backward down the stairs through more porticulluses, back into the center again, right back where you started. Okay, so can I try to walk up the stairs we just went up, but backwards? Sure. Shalta <laughs> <laughs> will just watch, yeah. Alright, so you force yourself to walk backwards, and you think to yourself, okay, walk backwards. And sure enough, you start going up the stairs. Okay. Well, so I guess we'll have to do that too. Follow suit. Yep. Alright, you kind of, it's weird because you're thinking of going backwards, but you're obviously going forwards and you're heading up the stairs through more of the porticulluses until, instead of returning to the center, you finally find yourselves into like a hallway. Sweet. You're now in the upper level of Lost Hope. <coughs> Shalta immediately would be looking around to see if there's anything waiting to attack us, because we had to go in with our backs to All right, make basically. a make so. a perception check. Okay. This is difficult with a fussy child, but we do our best. Perception. Uh, let me see what my bonus is. I have it pulled up. Just my lock screen pulled up here. My bad, guys. I know, I no problem. My characters be up. <coughs> Skills. Perception plus two. So I rolled a 12. Okay. You don't see anything up here that would be a threat to you. Okay. Well. So what, what's in this What room? you do see throughout the hallway are several doors leading into the hallway and sort of opening up into the various rooms. And all the doors have uh, the names of what room they are. You know, guest room, washroom, study. Oh, goodness, excuse me. They're all mm -hmm. typed out in golden letters on each of the doors. Okay. So, you're, you said you wanted to go to the guest room? Yes. Okay, so you go to the guest room. Oh no. <laughs> I hate it when he rolls. <laughs> Okay. 
Okay. So you enter into the guest room. Oh, can I enter, like, via my axe? Like, just... You want to break down the fucking, fucking door. Fucking Jumanji style, like, break down the door with my axe? <laughs> Or I guess even he, The Shining, you could do like argue that too. Here's Shelter. Yeah, some shit. He doesn't say anything about breaking doors down. Hell no. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, make an attack roll against the door. Oh jeez, all right. A natural twenty-seven. You break. It just splinters. You you're like Jack Nicholson against She's a regular door. Pissed. You just wham. Where's Shelta? And I'm using my magic. Now, so that yeah, it just cuts it, yeah. cuts it to splinters. The damn thing is just laying on the floor, and you just burst in. And inside, it's a very well-made um, guest room. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of little bird cages and little uh, lanterns and uh, lights strewn about. The first thing you notice is the bed. I need you to make a um, wisdom saving throw oh, to no. everybody entering the room. That's oh, that's bad for me. All right. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Oh, Ten. Good first. Ten. Fourteen. Fourteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. I do have a question though, because it's uh, is it a spell being cast by a creature? Um, I would say yes. Because oh, it says nice. I have advantage against spells cast by creatures within five feet of me. So. Okay. And I have advantage against spells and other magical effects. Okay. Fifteen for that one, so fifteen. So fifteen, okay. The ten was better. Thanks for reminding me. Okay. <laughs> well. It was um, worth a shot, though. <laughs> Stultus, Shaltha. You start to hear a voice that says, You look so tired. You look so sleepy. Come and lay down on me. And you notice the voice is coming from the bed. Oh shit, Curse is supposed to be here too. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot about Curse. I keep That's actually probably really too. helpful though, considering we're missing a couple people as well. So. Yeah. Yes, Curse. The land is so to take that fucking ring. I mean, I imagine he would have just been following along with us. It's he, the bed of Curse wasn't around for the man with the thistle down here before, so much like everyone else, this is all new to him. Right. So. I gotta remember that. I was so enthralled. Okay, so Curse is with you, and he, he's he's kind of weirding out at the at the whole of the thing, and he he completed <coughs> the saving throw, so he kind of looks to you and <coughs> notices that your your kind of your attention is now being drawn towards the bed, and says, "Don't be shy. I'm made of silk and fabrics galore. Come rest your weary head on my pillows, made of goose down." I am tired. <laughs> Do we notice what's happening? Yeah, I, I'll just start stumbling towards the bed, I, I guess. That's the... Yeah, you start to feel... Like very, like, kind of shuffle in my feet. Yeah, shuffle your feet I'd very slowly to the bed. My guard is probably down, yeah, so my, my staff axe is, is in my hand, but, like, my arm is lowered. <laughs> like, I'm not and as aggressive as I was before. Can I light a torch real quick? Yeah, sure. I mean, the room is well lit, so. Can I put the torch up to the bed, see if it'll catch on fire? Can we hear it? Is it speaking, like, out loud, or is it in the head? It's, it's, it it's, it's in your head. Okay, so we it's don't know heads. what's happening. So you, do, you don't know but we see what that. they're hearing, but you do yeah. see them start to stumble towards the bed, and Curse says, What is it? What's the matter? I'm so tired. 
We don't have time to rest. Mm. What is and, wrong with you two? Uh, so, and you're lighting the torch mm-hmm. to, uh, all right, you hold it up to the bed. I'm trying to light the bonfire. And, and the bed kind of nudges away from you. Yeah. Does that, like, wake, pull us out of it at all? Like, uh, you can, you can make a... Do we see that the bed just react? Beds aren't supposed to do that. In a small room... It's a fairly, it's a fairly, it's a fairly small room. It's sort of like, like I don't want to be like, oh, I'm not gonna lay in it. Like if I get to the bed, I'm gonna try to lay in it. I've been, I failed the throw, so I'll try to. Well, just just as you're climbing into the bed, the bed lurches away from the torch, Mm -hmm. and instead of comfortable silken sheets, the bed just sort of erupts into a nest of tentacles and the horned things. It starts screaming at the fact that you tried to burn it. Mm The tentacles are now wrapped around your wrists, uh, Shaltha. Oh no. Um, do I still, am I, cause like I I failed the throw, so, am I, <coughs> I will say surprised that by this, or am I just like, oh, it's just trying to help me into the bed. Like, I will, I rolled for that, and the bed has stopped its hypnotic, uh, thrall over you, so. Okay. You kind so of come like, to, and you're just like, ah! Yeah, you're like, oh, I'd like fuck. to enter a rage! <laughs> Alright, you enter a barbarian rage. I want to throw my torch at it. Alright, you throw your torch at it and it starts to catch on fire. Excellent. And it's like burning and Shaltha is attached to it as it is burning and catching on fire and screaming. You know, you know, something like from a thing from another world. I was thinking the thing, yes. Uh, well, considering it has its arms wrapped around, like, its tentacles wrapped around me, I mean, my axe is, it's a, it's a, I guess it's my a question great is, axe, I was, I and guess it's, my question uh, is, it's like an ebony blade with, like, a red trim, that it's a weapon that Tyler created, it's called Kiss of Death, so. I'm just, I'm trying to see if Stultus would be able to take it to cut you loose, or if it's, because I'm assuming you and I are both probably closer to the bed, then. Yeah. Spoilers! Um, actually, I might, he might actually have, I still have my, uh, scimitar. Can I use that to cut her free from the... Oh, uh, yeah, you can try to cut it, make an attack roll against the tentacles. Okay. Oh, God. <coughs> I mean, I, I imagine, how is it, are my arms, like, crossed, are they... Are you okay? Are you okay, Lucy? She Don't get just like that, she's gonna freak out, yeah. Are, are, are my arms like crossed in, or are they like they're, they're kind of held? They're kind of held away from you, kind of like this. Okay. That's uh, that twenty-two. Helps me visually, know what I'm doing. So. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, that should hit. All right. And uh, you cut right through the tentacles. Okay. And it starts, you know, oozing this like black ichor. You know, it's and it's still like. You know, Did you cut through like just one hand, or is it both of them? It, it, it was it was both of your arms, but okay. you should. Cut right through the tentacles, so you're you're free. You're unrestrained. Okay, I just didn't know if only like one of my arms was freed or whatnot. Um, okay. Stultus is um <laughs> gonna remember what creepy McCreeperson down in the basement or whatever main floor says. We can't kill anything. I don't know if this counts as something. He wasn't doesn't want us to kill, but we can't kill this thing. So yeah, it is it is burning alive at this oh, point. Yes. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up, and I got I'm just this. I'm mad, what else is in the room? I want to, like, be smashed and stuff, nope. I'm pissed. I got this, hold on. Uh, just I, fancy furniture. I, uh, I want to, uh, 
Yeah, I'm sure it's all fucking furniture. <laughs> oh god, where'd it go? Can you describe some of it? Are there like uh, tables, like, chairs, something? Yeah, there's a there's a there's like a dark wooded like a desk, um, maybe? desk table. There's like a little small coffee table in the center with a couple of uh, ivory teacups. Oh, I'm gonna start smashing some teacups. All right, yeet. I'm gonna yeet. take my water skin out and cast uh, control water and uh, have it increase in size and extinguish the thingy. Okay. Uh, so you do that, and it puts out the fire on the beast, and it the the sort of mimic bed as it is, and it just sort of starts to hush and. The tentacles begin to writhe back into the bed, and now it just looks like a fairly scorched bed again. Yeah, I'm, I'm Get picking the fuck up out of here. teacups and starting to. There's a beautiful uh, wardrobe with a gold leaf inlays yeah, on the on some of the finer art decor parts of it, like busty angels. Sure, make a strength check. Lucy, you got a share. Gotta burn the. Yeah, I used a rage, so I'm gonna be acting like a rage. And I get advantage on strength checks. So. Sorry, let's see if she has a card back there. Sorry, I'm calculating in my head. That's okay. Take it back. Unnatural 24. Okay, yeah, they just come right off. These are like. I really hope it wasn't another mimic. I wanna, I wanna <laughs> break it over my knee. Fuck yeah, you do that and it just breaks in half and it's just insane. Is there anything in the wardrobe? Uh, some fancy clothes, gilded dresses. We'll just start shredding them. Yeah, you go ahead and you just shred everything and the mimic has then started kind of like whimpering almost like... <laughs> yeah, this is what I was worried about. She's got plenty of toys that she can share. I don't know why she's trying to take his. Because she wants them. Yeah. Alright, well, we need to get out of here. The birds are obviously not in here. And Captain. But there was there was nobody staying in the room. No, nope, nope. The bed was empty and it just wanted to wrap you up in its tentacled embrace. My my thought was that if Steven was here, I was gonna murder him, but that's fine. I have to run to the bathroom. We can move on to the next room. Oh no, okay. Um, so where do you wanna go to? Next? Um, can we go back into the hallway? Yeah, you're in the hallway. Alright, I want to use one of the uh, slots on my staff and cast uh, Locate Animals or Plants. Okay. And uh, it says, uh, describe a name or a specific kind of beast or plant. Concentrate on the voice of nature in your surroundings, which will be very minimal because it's probably the only living thing in there. Uh, you learn the direction and distance to the closest creature or plant of that kind within five miles if they are present. Okay. So you do that, uh-huh. and uh, you say that you're looking for the Mockingbird, correct? Correct. And it picks up its um, life signs in the study. Okay. So, let's go to the study. Yeah, guys, uh, okay. I'm getting a, getting a signal. <laughs> Not a signal. I'm picking up a trace of its natural Uh In the study, or in that direction, whatever. Yeah. So, we'll Let's head to the study. Alright, you head to the study. You're Lucy. Okay. So you enter into the study. It's a fairly dim lit room with a, uh, with a desk and uh, some bookshelves full of books and tomes of all sorts. 
Sorry. And uh, inside, at the desk, uh, Kyle perusing over a book in no. candlelight, it's is the a human turn. figure. Sorry, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> and there is a humanoid figure sitting in the desk. You do recognize this figure. Hunched and bulbous shoulders, thin blue sallow skin. The sort of behind you can see sort of the angle of a very long protracted face. Do we recognize this person? I believe you do. You very briefly encountered him in um, Emiria, right before heading out into the desert months ago. Anyway, there's a human figure in the room, and you recognize him. He's this. He's got very big, bulbous shoulders, uh, very blue, thin, sallow skin, a very long and pointed face. You encountered him months ago in Emiria. It's, it's Zigzag, that wizard that uh, wanted your help to go out into the desert. He was looking for... Oh, for the eye. For the eye. Oh, okay. The one who only spoke in rhymes, right? Yes. Indeed. Oh, okay. I was like, I cannot even think. Didn't um, didn't Joseph like stab him? Yeah, he did. Well, Joseph's not here, so it's fine. Actually, it wasn't Joseph. It was was it Joseph? It was Ethan's character. Yeah, yeah I think I think it was the dark elf though. Was this was that? Why are you so? It was so a long smiling? time ago. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I thought wasn't Joseph an elf anyway? Well, this one was one of one of his uh, dark. I think elf you're characters. right. Yeah, yeah. I think it was before because didn't he betray us involving the eyes? Yeah. So yeah, it was his character because of the before Lamia. Joseph. Yeah. It was a yeah, while I think ago. we were there for that. Oh. It might have been. Oh, I think that might have just recording. been. Recording. Yeah. No, you don't want to lick that. Okay. Either way. Either way, it's anyway, uh, it's a character that Shoutha recognizes and Millicent recognizes, so that's a bitch. So uh he kinda turns around and says, Ah, visitors, how very nice. It's best uh you take my advice. Don't touch the books without permission. Or else you'll get the master's contradiction. Lucina Jean, please stop. Hey, psst. come here. Come here. Come over Where's here. Her Let me sit here, okay? We're gonna be friends now. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Totally fine. And he's sitting there and he's just looking at you now in the study and he's looking over some tones. And you're all, those of you who know him are kind of surprised to see him. That's not the red kid. No, what do I do? There you go. <laughs> um, what are you doing here? Ah, I'm glad you <coughs> asked. I've been tasked with learning from his 
gracious master. He's taken me in as his new pawn, it would seem. I came in cradled like a fawn. Are you a pet? <laughs> a pet. A pet. Are you a pet? Oh, no. Not at all. I... For that I'd like I would... to swing my axe at him. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you thinking what I'm thinking? He said we couldn't hurt the pets. Oh, man. Uh, Shelta is going to literally break and attack everything that doesn't count as a pet while she's here. It's what she would do. She wants to spite him in every way possible. He's not a pet. She's going to attack him. He, he kind of looks serious and says, wait. I know the mockingbird you seek. It came here. Fluttering with a tender beak. Where is it? It vanished here, up in smoke. Where did it go? I'm not sure. I'm not that kind of bloke. Shout the smash. <laughs> <laughs> Think harder. <laughs> Alright, make it. I was gonna say, are you gonna be of help or not? I. Uh, let, let me see if he knows. Um, I mean, I can't imagine this is going to go quite a more second. I, I assume he'd be in another room. Uh, if I were you, I'd grab a broom. Are you particularly religious? Not particularly, I wouldn't say. Well, if you want to give it a shot, you better start praying right now. And <laughs> she's going to swing her axe at him. <laughs> 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 19. <laughs> That's gonna hit him. Where is... It is going to hit him hard. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, I, oh, no I gotta pull up his character sheet now. Oh, well uh, I rolled a 12 on the die, so uh, it's that plus... Look at you walking around. Plus five, 17, plus two because it's the magic blade, and it does plus two damage, three on a crit, so. So 19. 19 damage? Mm-hmm. On okay. one swing, yeah. Okay. That poor man. Yeah, he, he has a, he is cut down to size quite a bit, and he is bleeding profusely. He looks at you and says, Don't kill me, please. Any more advice? The master's room, maybe. Maybe it misses its home. That seems like something we can figure out ourselves. Plus, it's not even a definitive answer. Hang on, I'm looking in my inventory real quick. Just give me a second. I forgot about the rings that we bought. Oh, I forgot about those rings too. Are they in our inventory? Yep. Yeah. I don't even remember what mine does. I don't see oh, it in my no. inventory. Ring of evasion. Oh, no. oh, yes, ring of evasion. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, that's if you squeeze a little fart out of her and it went into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm trying to think if she would just kill him after that or if she would show mercy. 
He's making he's no attempts to attack you, so you're free to do as you wish if you make the right roll. <laughs> I would like to try to convince Shalta that it's we need to go. He's not any more help to us. Okay, right, and and uh, Curse kind of does the same. He says, "Look, I know you're probably not on good terms with this fellow, but we need to find the Mockingbird. And the sooner we do that, the sooner we'll be we'll set them free." I'd like to just backhand the genie, like unarmed, just. Yeah, you, he, across the face. Yeah, he kind of oh, he's kind of his bitch face. Just kind of ducks out of sight and just holds his head in these very long fingered hands. He's a horrible sight to look at. Very ugly man. Well, master's bedroom next, or I guess your prayers worked. And I'm gonna walk out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. She's uh. A little upset. Now, he said something about a broom, didn't he? Is there a... Like a coat closet or something? Or where would you find a broom? He didn't seem to know what was going on anyway. To the mass bedroom. Yeah, I was immediately gonna head there. Okay. They're obviously still trying to figure stuff out, but Shop is on a mission, so. Alright, so you yeah, head for the master bedroom. <laughs> okay. That's what she does, unfortunately. Well, sure enough, you enter the master bedroom, and lo and behold, you hear the subtle tweeting of a bird. And he's perched on a uh, another cage holding an iguana in this very beautiful, ornate bedroom. Oh boy. Stalta, are you able to talk to it? I can give it a shot, yeah. Um, seriously hurting. Oh! I, off I hold on. Um, oh, luckily this one doesn't cost me any charge. I would like to use uh, Pass Without Trace. And it says, A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. Uh, from the duration, uh, for the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you has plus 10 bonus to dexterity checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. So I think I want to cast that over our group and quietly walk up to the Mockingbird with the cage in hand. Okay. In an attempt to get it in the cage. Alright, so I would ask you to make your dexterity, uh, stealth rolls. You said it gives us all a plus ten? Yeah. Is that in addition to our bonus, or does it replace our bonus? Uh, I don't know for sure. It would say it, it just repl- if it replaced it or not. It has a plus ten bonus to dexterity stealth checks. So, Tyler, would we still get our regular bonus? As yeah, well? I'd, I'd okay. say. Well, it's a good thing that uh, I got a good one. So is it is it specifically stealth, or is it dexterity? Yeah, it's it's right? going to be a stealth check since you're trying to sneak up on the... Uh... 25. 23. And that's with rolling a 6. <laughs> um, well, I rolled a nat 1. Oh. So it yeah, came out as an 11. Usually. Oh, and I got a roll for cursed as well. 
He rolled. I mean, I get I get a plus eleven bonus, but I rolled a nat one. We typically play with nat ones even on skill checks. So. And he rolled a. He rolled a. I should have done a seven. (laughs) But he gets plus ten. So it's seventeen. So that's pretty good. Um. So I'll say that you make uh, the stealth check and you're able to get in there and approach the the bird and um hang on a second I'm sorry I'm just uh, checking out stuff first okay so you're able to get inside and you approach the bird who has the cage okay so I'll probably open the door to the cage and like gesture towards you don't even need the gesture as you open the cage. The bird suddenly seems to almost be, by force, sucked back into the cage Ooh. and locked in. Awesome. Cool. All right. All right. The perch he was uh, standing on has this iguana in inside, and it just kind of looks at you. Oh, I can see very the curious, <laughs> very curiously. Um, I want to go look at it and do it back. That's what Shelton's doing too. <laughs> I was just doing it to Tyler. <laughs> Do we notice anything other than the fact that it's moving its head? Like, is it, like, magical, or...? Uh, it doesn't... Um, make an arcana check, if you know, want to notice anything magical. Eighteen? There seems to be an aura around this iguana. Like, it, it seems to be <coughs> like it's been changed in some way. There's a magic of enchantment or a change about it. Like that it isn't really an iguana? Or like that he's done something to it in general? You're not... I will say that either this iguana was once something and then was changed or something about it has been changed in its iguana state. The magic seems to be containing it with all around this little cage it's in. Does, does Sheely know that, or does... Well, she, that she okay. rolled on it, yeah, that's right. I mean, does... would you like to relay this to the party? Shalva doesn't really care, because it's a pet, so she can't do anything to it. But what so. if it's, like, just an innocent person who got trapped? What if it's our friends, or one of our friends? <laughs> Is there a lock on the cage? No, there's only a latch. Does it seem friendly? It seems curious. I can speak to it. Okay, I will relay the information to the group, but mostly to Stoltis, that it seems magical. Stoltis just walks up. <laughs> Cast uh, Speak with Animals. Alright. Hey, um... Are you actually an iguana? I'm hungry. Let me out. Oh. That's not the answer to my question. I'm hungry. Let me out. <laughs> How about I feed you after you answer my question? How about you feed me now? Just open the door, open the latch, bring me some food. I'm hungry. What do you eat? I was gonna say, what does he want to eat? Food. Be more specific. Food. I don't think we're getting anywhere with him. Perhaps. I've been left in here so long. I'm so hungry. Please let me out. Answer my question. I want to say that a little more aggressively. I sometimes eat little things. Like? Little things. 
like little mockingbirds. Because <laughs> that would suck. And just to show how hungry he is, he kind of like snaps his jaws a little bit and his tongue kind of flexes a little bit. Uh, I'm going to relay onto the group that uh, he's hungry and wants us to let us out, but it doesn't feel right. That, that doesn't sound like something we should do at all. Last time I let out something that I thought was an innocent animal, I really messed stuff up. <coughs> that was when I let out the boulder. The boulder. Yeah. Well, I'm, okay. But I'll... Millicent really wants to let it out. Shafa has no interest. I'll, I'll turn back to the iguana. Give me one reason why I should let you out besides you eating. What do I benefit from this? Which is very uncharacteristic, but he's not sure about this. That's Little red flags are popping up. I'm a wondrous thing. I will show you wonders. I have tricks. Ask it if it can help us. This is the master bedroom? This is the master bedroom. What else is in here? Aside from very well-decorated, <coughs> lavish, almost golden marble furniture, and a very beautiful silk and emerald bed. Break his bed. I'm trying to think of all the horrible things I could do to this bed. So that's what that's what Shelf is focused on right now, is she's trying to ponder how There's she's going to destroy There's a beautiful tea set up on this little uh, shelf. Perfect. Captain, you know more about this guy than anything else. This iguana thinks it could give us, like, can I switch to my lightsaber and start, like, shredding the bed with it? Oh, like, cutting it into slices? Yeah, and it practically catches fire <coughs> if you do so. The bed starts to, like, burn and char a little bit along the edges of the lightsaber and everything. It's You're cutting the living shit out of it. Excellent. Oh, Captain's no help right now. What do you guys think we should do? Find Let's... out if it's gonna hurt us. And make it promise. <laughs> Alright, Mr. Iguana, do you mean us harm? Do you see us as food? If I were bigger, maybe. Can I you like get bigger? Maybe. It's a no for me, dog. What are some of the other items in this room now that I'm destroying <laughs> Tea set. Tea set up on a uh, shelf beside the bed. There's like um, a golden end table. There's a there's like a little liquor cabinet and a bookshelf. Oh man, what's in the liquor cabinet? All sorts of weird liquors you've never seen before. Purple bottles, golden bottles with golden. Okay, liquid. I'd like to break the bottles so that like the liquor cabinet is covered in alcohol, right? Okay. I have a tinder box. Oh my god! <laughs> saw where that was going. You're gonna injure the animal, the pet. It's in a cage, we can bring it with us. <laughs> I mean, in theory. This is his bedroom! I want it burned to the ground! Okay, I definitely feel like that is exactly the reaction Stoltz would have. Just. <sighs> You're the captain. It's, yeah, I'm not even waiting for approval, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the iguana and let's go. I guess. Well, I'm carrying the birds, so someone else has to carry I'll them. grab the iguana. Can I carry the cage? Is it heavy? Like the, uh, um, the Archer episode with Terms of and Rampagement? That's what, that's what Shalta's feeling right uh, Make a strength check. Oh, no. It's bigger on the inside. Well, yeah, it literally just said it can get through. 
<laughs> Dang it, this is not... And see, I feel like Staltus would also feel bad because he's all about, like, nature and shit. And he'd be like, yeah, I'll set this little iguana free, whatever. Nat 20. Oh, all right. Oh, I'm on okay. today. One finger. Yeah, you're able... It's a little heavy, but uh, you're able to hold it and carry it. Iguana kind of shifts in the cage a little bit and just kind of stares at you. Well... I guess at this point we just need to head back to the foyer, give him his bird, and get the hell out of here. And find out what the savanna is. I'm perplexed. <laughs> All right, Captain. What are some of the other rooms that are up here, though? Oh my god. Uh, well, there is the washroom. There is, let's see, up here. Um, there is still the washroom to go into. I mean, why not? We already took forever to get up here. I'll at least check it out. And you do also have the slaves' quarters downstairs. There's Ooh. also the lounge downstairs. And the kitchen with Slav. See, I'm just going to make my way to the washroom. Like, I... Shout that knows he's going to be able to fix all this bullshit with magic, but she's going to make him go through the trouble of it anyway. Alright. I guess so we're go. just following. Okay, you go into the washroom. He's not breaking any rules. You go into the washroom... It's not really a bathroom. It's this large cavernous cave with a very large pool in the center. Oh. Huge pool. Oh no. We're talking about the size of a mini ocean lagoon. Oh no. And well, there's something in there. Lucina, those like are not it. yours. <laughs> it's okay. Mommy. She can have a few of them. They're nummy. Nummy. Fruit? Are, do you want food? Are you hungry? Do you want chicken nuggets? Did she still have any slices? Yes, she sells apple slices, she sells chicken nuggets and french fries. <coughs> Other than the pool of water, is there anything else? Uh, as you kind of enter in, you start to feel the water, you start to see the water kind of quake. No! And tentacles, go. tentacles start to rise out of the water. <laughs> A face of gnashing, horrible teeth breaks the surface. Damn it, Captain. Does it have one giant eye? No, it has two glaring <laughs> eyes. And it just looks at you and says, What are you doing in here? Captain, we gotta go. Lucy is now voicing the monster. Back up. Back up. Alright, so you get out of the room just in time to not get snagged by a fucking kraken. <laughs> Tyler, you murderous bitch. Every door we open is likely to kill us, so we should probably just. The make only our way place out of that there. I could see being worth checking out is the slave quarters because we again I don't know what your history is with this guy, but I don't like slaves. Me neither. It's your call, Captain. Ah. Said the crack. It's He doesn't just let them go. It's not like we'd be able to just free her down there. No. No. Well then. I said no. Those aren't ours. Sorry. Here, Do you want, do you want eat your apples. Sorry, guys. Cut that. It's alright. So, who. Come here. Come here. Come here. We're gonna be friends now. You wanna see Greg? 
<laughs> That's fine. I don't want to see you anyways. Okay. Alright. So you're gonna make your way to the slaves quarters, you said? They seem to want to, but Shaltha, Shaltha will, she'll just kind of sigh, and I mean, she'll go along with it, but she knows whatever she does is going to be futile. Yeah, All right. I guess we're going to sleep course. All right, so you head to the stairs, and going through the process again, you're able to <coughs> force yourself backwards to go forwards down the stairs to the center. Mm -hmm. But as for getting down the stairs, this same scenario doesn't seem to work. You need to kind of... I'll say that you kind of figure out that you need to go backwards, but go, but think going up to go down. Gotcha. So you head down and you make it to the slave quarters. And inside it's a long hallway full of um, large metal cages and large metal um, stirrets. And inside you can sort of see little stockades. They're like little prison cells. This makes Shalta sad. This makes Sultas angry. What kind of people are in these cages? Um, you see uh, three people as you're heading down. Well, hang on, two. Um, one is a, uh, a woman in a black dress with uh, long black hair done up in a, uh, a sort of ponytail, braided ponytail. Kind of staring down at the floor, arms crossed. She kind of looks at you as you pass, and she says, "Who are you?" Just passers-by. I see. How long have you been here? Since he took my kingdom from me. Oh, do ago. I know who it is? You've heard of her, yes. This is um. Queen Titania's uh, yeah, sister. sister, the one who went missing. Ravina. Yeah. Hey, you gotta share. That's his choice. You can play with them, but... I mean, to be fair, he said we couldn't hurt any of us, but he didn't say we couldn't take any one. This is no. complicated for Shatha because originally, the original one-shot was she had been hired by... Titania to first the day get court. To liberate Lost Hope and the Night Court, and uh, that her sister had been like enchanted and like taken hostage, and that I was supposed to try to free her, and obviously it didn't happen. We weren't able to stop him with thistle down hair, and so I had to return to her and like <coughs> know what happened. And basically, they came to like an agreement in which. Shafa would be let go, and oh, and then her companion tried to poison the queen of the day court, so then they were like banned from the day court, but they kind of took Lost Hope as, uh, as a loss at that point, and uh, that they, they would be at peace now or something, because there was a weird complicated like treaty, basically. Yeah. And that was all back in the like, original one shot before we ever had the, the thought of recording everything. So for Shalva, this is very difficult because this was the original job she was hired to do years ago. And this was her first failure. Yeah. Huge so. failure. In which she lost Stephen as well to the whole conflict. 
So she sits. She sort of stands up, brushes down her dress. Her arms are still folded in front of her, and she says, "I am Queen Ravina, former regent of the Knights Court. I have been his prisoner and his slave for what feels like a century." Um, is she, or, or is the gate, like, locked or whatever? Is she behind there bars? There is, there is, it, she is behind bars, <laughs> and it is locked. And it's not just a simple key lock, it's, the lock itself looks to be, um, a pendant of the moon, sort of encrusted into the gate. Could I try to, like, swing my axe at it? Uh, you can certainly try. Make an attack roll. Twelve. You thrust your axe at the gate, and it just bounces you right back. <coughs> it has been enchanted and sealed shut. We can try to come back for them. Oh, you have my phone. Sorry. In another cell is another young girl, but this one has very dark brown hair. Sort of, um, almost kind of dressed like you, Millicent, but she's carrying some, it looks like uh, her clothes are a bit more ragged, and she's sort of hiding in the cowl of her cloak. Do I recognize her at all? Um, make a history check. Can I, um, inspect the the lock on Ravina's gate better, like, try to... investigation check. Eight. That's all I got. You don't recognize this woman. I don't think you've ever met her in your life. Another five. It just looks like, it looks like it should be a handle, but it's not. It's just this big old circular thing of the moon on her (coughs) uh, stockade. I don't know what all we can do here. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask her, is there anything we can do for you? I'm not sure you could talk to the gentleman and try to free me. I've tried many a time. Even my own sister has abandoned me at this point. Um, she signed a treaty that would allow him to retain his portion of the lands while also still holding me prisoner. What? Well, most we can do is try. I appreciate you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for trying to help me. I hope you'll be more successful than I've been. Or others. Shelf's face is just like a. mm, It's hard to describe. It's just like a. The guilt oh, is showing. This sucks. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, she's like, yeah, we'll try. Like she already knows how it's gonna go. So. Well, perhaps you'll do better this time, my child. Well, the other girl on the other cage says, "Wait, if you're going to try to free her, could you free me? I'll make it worth your while. I promise." Who are you? My name's Anathema. Are we gonna go? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah. Never heard of you. 
I, I make... You might know me as Star Lord. Who? <laughs> That's pretty much the concept for my next bard, which I'm really excited about. Awesome. Yeah. Anywho, she looks at you and she says, "My name's Anathema. I I can make potions. In fact, I was here making a very special potion when he took hold of me. I think he wants it, but I won't give it to him. What is the potion for? It can restore life to anyone who's passed. It's a second chance." What would a a mortal person want with a potion like that? Do you know what he wants? Does she? Do? What is what is her appearance like? Does she appear humanoid? She's humanoid. Yes, she has dark brown hair and she's wrapped in a uh, cloaked cowl, and she has a little belt full of what may have been pouches <coughs> full of herbs and other things. Does she seem uh, truthful? Make an insight check. Because that is like a. Shaltho would be kind of suspicious of that because if there was like a cure to death, you know, like that would be crazy. Right. Uh, let me see if I get any pluses. I think I do because my charisma's decent. Insects wisdom, I think. Oh, yeah, it is. So I actually do bad. Uh, a six. She seems to be telling the truth. She wants to get out of here. So how in the hell did you, some random woman, figure out how to create a potion that cures the one incurable thing? Pure luck and pure coincidence. I happened to stumble upon an old recipe while uh, working for an old hag. I was able to escape her after I found out. It's called Phoenix Down. It uses Phoenix Down in its ingredients. It's a very rare ingredient to come by, but I managed to find a mother phoenix just in the process of <coughs> rebirthing herself. I was able to take the down from her, um, from her nest. Where is this potion or phoenix down? He has the potion currently locked away. So what, you said you wouldn't give it to him. I don't know why he hasn't taken it yet, but he wants the formula for himself. He doesn't know how to make it either. He probably wants to use it for his servants or whatever. But I refuse to give him the recipe. I burnt it just to be sure. Only I know ways. it. It's in my ways. head. He can get in your head. He probably already has it. Which, in this case, everything is fucking worthless! I don't want to, like, punch a wall. Like, not in a way to try to break it, but... Still manages to break she it. She kind of flinches at that and she goes, please... <laughs> well, now she knows! Even if she somehow found a way to kill this dude, he's probably gonna fucking come right back! She's absolutely pissed! So tell us, do you know of any way we could take care of the man with thistle down here? Shelton's gonna laugh at that. But it's like a she's kind of losing her shit laugh. Like <laughs> There's no He's and Ravina kind of uh, interjects, he's basically one of us, an archfey. An old powerful being. So you're a fa archfey too? Yes. I was queen of the night court. But even his charms were able to get past me. He forced me into marriage, stole my lands, and installed it as his lost hope. 
He's locked me here in this poor cell. So how do we kill one of you? It cannot be done simply. But it can be done. <coughs> and were I to speak such secrets, I would be turned to ash and dust. So long story short, even if we free you, what's going to stop him from trying to take you or anyone else again? I do not know. I only wish to be free. I wish to have my lambs back. Well, I wish we'll him to be if, gone. We'll free you if you help us kill him. If I were to tell if any way to kill any of us, it would undo us. Well, that's all we're We are honor bound. As you are. As you wear his blood on your wrist. I am honor bound never to reveal the secrets of the Archfey to anyone well, that sure sounds like it sucks for you. I'm just gonna turn my back and walk away. Then I will rot here. I will remain here all my days until the earth itself swallows me whole. How do you... What's this lock? It's his own little entrapment. <coughs> I'm not even sure how it works. So the only way we're going to get any of them out of here is to convince him to let them go. Um, and the what does the bracelet look like? <coughs> Funny enough, it's it's like a silver Pandora locket, or like a little wrist um, jewelry. Mm -hmm. And on the pendant's face is the, uh, the carving of a serpent on it. Is it because I'm a snake? That's racist. Shouto was just thinking maybe somehow, like, using his blood would possibly open the lock. But he's also already, Valus is already walking away. Um. Could make him come back. I mean, yeah, but... Just pick him up and but slam him. Like, I, I imagine, like, when... I was just asking for reference if Shalpa would have even thought of that because, um... I was curious if it was shaped in any way or looked any way, but it sounds like it doesn't really suit the lock at all, so... Right. She, uh, she probably wouldn't have thought of it then. That's why I was asking, <coughs> just because I would imagine I would have seen it when it was made, so... So well, never mind on that, then. <clears throat> at this point, I don't think we're going to make any progress staying down here. We should probably... Are the other cages, do they have the same lock, or are they different? Anathema's cage is in the shape of a potion beaker, and in fact, it looks like a glass beaker. Yeah. It seems that each of these locks are almost tailor-made to a certain aspect of, of, them. The per of them, yes. That's how it's the bracelet thing. So it's probably, it has something to do with him. He did pour concoction into my lock in order to make it work. Um, what sort of concoction? Oh, I'm not there. You left. I am left, really. Um, Shelta will <coughs> go try to grab Valis and be like, we need to try to find a way to help these people. You're going to hurt your feet, little man. You'd think. Pointless. 
everything's pointless. But we do it anyway. So what do you propose your next move is? Uh, I, can I inspect his bracelet? Sure, what are you looking for? Just really kind of the intricacies of how it works, if it's similar in any way to the locks on the cages. Make an arcana check. Well, I rolled a 19. I don't know if I get any pluses or minuses, though. Let me check. Arcana plus zero, so it's a 19. Alright. So, much like Valence's pendant, you start to kind of grasp that his magic is both a part of himself, but it also takes <coughs> on an aspect of whatever's possessing it. In this case, it seems to be an honor bracelet versus a lock, but you know that he's an imp that the man, the gentleman, is a important factor to these locks, and he's and if these locks are linked to these people, then there's some aspect of these people that is required to unlock the gates. Is his hair still in the cage? Who's? He put some of his hair in the cage to, to lure the bird. Oh, all right. Is the hair still in the cage? Well, no, I think he turned the hair into the cage. I don't exactly remember. I think. I thought that. Yeah, he, he threw pulled it a. Into the he cage. pulled a he bit of his. He pulled out a bit of his hair and then just sort of. You know, made a cage out of it. Oh, okay. Into the cage or whatever. I thought he already had the cage he put the hair in. Okay. Well, I mean, his blood is in the bracelet. Mm -hmm. Parts of him are in all of these. What if it has to do with, you know, two halves of. So, you know, of one part of him, one part of the prisoner, then I don't know what the queen would give up, but obviously the other chick, she would have to give up the potion itself for the door to open, I would assume. Because that's her contribution. Um, can I inspect the room to see if there's any type of, um, or sense if there's any kind of like recording or being watched or like uh, uh yeah make an investigation observation check. in some way yeah four <laughs> um you don't see any nooks and crannies for anybody to you know snoop an eye out at you so as far as you know no nope nothing dilly doo Like, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think as my character, too, so that's why it's taken a minute. Like, Shadow's trying to think what she would do or what she would know. But she's starting to put together that, like, all of these things are part of him. The, uh... Like, they're, they're essentially a contract. <coughs> And that once the contract is fulfilled, that they'll go away. In which the cage is still here because we have to return the bird to him. It's still on him because we have to return the bird to him. Right. Hers is, hers is a potion, and we know why she's in here. And 
That doesn't make much sense for Ravina though, because she <laughs> she did give up her lands and her. She still calls herself the queen, though. She's calling herself the queen. She hasn't given up her title. Ooh. So maybe that's why she can't be let free, because that's the remaining thing that she has to give up. So, Shautha would first talk to the girl, and she would say, tell me the recipe. Alright. Um, that's a really good thought. Make a persuasion check. My lock screen keeps shutting. I apologize. No problems. 18. She kind of looks at you for a second and she's almost hesitant, but then she thinks it over and says, All right. He might have kept this all in the chest somewhere. I know I have enough to make a spare. The recipe is simply this boil a vat of chicken's blood. In a small cauldron, add in the leaf of tobacco grass and an inch worth of worm's wood. After that, let the potion simmer till it turns green, then add a single piece of phoenix down to it. The potion should turn to a shimmering gold, and that is the phoenix down potion. Whoever drinks it, should they fall, will rise again like the phoenix. But only once per drink. Does that even happen after she says it? The glass of the um, vial seems to fill up with gold. And it turns and shatters and it swings open. Alright. <coughs> she kind of looks at it and, oh no, he knows. That's why we have to act fast. And then I'll turn to um, Ravine and I'll say, you have to renounce your title. I refuse any such thing. It's the only thing I have not. left. Yes, in a cage where you're a prisoner, not a queen. <coughs> I would rather die a prisoner as a queen than to renounce my title and be free. What land would I rule over without my title? This one, once he's dead. You cannot kill an archface simply. You do not understand what you are thinking. It is a stupid attempt. He will end you in a snap of his fingers, as would I if you were this insolent to myself. Then enjoy your stay, your majesty. I'm going to leave. I'm Wait. It may not it may be impossible to kill him. But if all I have to do is renounce my title. My main worry is what land will I rule? If I renounce that I am no longer queen of the knight's court, where will I go? Well, this is the lost hope. Lost hope is the castle now of the knights. So you can find a new hope. The Feywild is vast. I'll pull out my compass. Make a persuasion check with advantage. 
Good speech. Unnatural 20. It's a 19, I get a plus one, so. She sort, of, she sort of bows her head in consideration, and the words seem to resonate with her. Perhaps. Perhaps indeed. Kingdom of New Hope. Very well. I, Queen Ravina, mistress of the night's wild, and all the night things, and the bogs and the fogs that hold within it, do hereby renounce my title as mistress of the night. The moon seems to shimmer and glow and fades with the gate. It is now open. Hell yeah! Is there anybody else or is it just, those th th uh, just the two in the sleep quarters? That's At least he'd said two when okay. they came in. He had right. said three and then corrected the two. That's so. fine. Well, <clears throat> these two need to stay somewhere safe because I don't think we should take them with us straight to him. And uh, we need to return his bird and get out of here with our friends. I'm also carrying around his. I'm gonna, I'm like, gonna hold out my hand and I'm gonna say, "Give me the bird." I forgot you have the iguana. <laughs> 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 oh, watch your noggin. Uh, no. Give me the bird. Captain, with all due respect, I, I think I should hang out to the bird. Ooh, character development. Disobeying an order from the captain. <laughs> you don't understand. You. These people need to get somewhere safe. You, you need to take them. Pew I agree with the captain. Oh, that's right. He's here, too. <sighs> if it's it's the wiser course of option, and even though I am myself, I'm not a violent person, it could give us leverage as well. He's more focused on the Mockingbird than anything else. Even if, like... Here's what I'm thinking. We will go first, and we will present the Mockingbird to him. In the meantime, you and Valis will stay down here, and will be right behind us. Once he's had a moment to look at the bird, you could cast that same spell you cast on us to catch the bird in the first place and sneak us and sneak them out of lost hope and into the wilds. Do you think that would work? I mean, he's done some crazy stuff and I've only seen him for like how long have we been here? I'm sure that he would be able to sense the magic unfortunately. We don't have much option, though, do we? It's our only option, unless we just present them forward and say that we've claimed them. I mean, in theory, um, they're not his anymore. I mean, they did fulfill their ends, so... This is true. Perhaps then he'll let them go. But he swore that no harm would come to us. Not to them. Not to... Amira and uh, yeah, he didn't King. say anything about us. Great. I guess we have to risk it. But I did ask if he would. I did tell him that he had to return us home, and he is bound by his blood. If that means anything. It should, if he's honor bound. The Archfey, forgive my 
uh, improperness, uh, your majesty. I'm okay. no longer a majesty, but my lady will suffice. They seem to be honor-bound to any contract they forge. And this is true. Contracts are the backbone of what makes the Fae work. It is also how we um, finagle with the, the mortal folk. I don't care. Let's just get this damn thing off my wrist. I'll hand the cage to Shalfa. But I'm going to follow. I'm going to stay with you guys. He's going to know if... I cast my spell and try to uh, hide us, and he doesn't seem like the kind of person we should try to fool. Fair enough. Alright. I'll agree to that. Then... Shatha's got the bird! We shall move forward, then. You got the chicken. <laughs> so... You got the bird! I gave you the bird. Yep. Alright, so you'll head upstairs to uh, the foyer. Alright, so you head up into the foyer, and waiting for you there is the gentleman, still sitting by the fire, now with a uh, lovely glass of uh, tea, sitting there, enjoying it, enjoying it. He sips it very casually and looks over. Well, you not only found a mockingbird, but you also found a couple of little bugs down in the cellar. And by right, they are now yours, since you have freed them. Just like that. Just like that? He doesn't care. He got what he wanted from them. We have your bird. We need to go. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Hand him to me. Got it. There is much to be discussed here. And he gets up and he walks towards I'm you. I'm actually going to look to Valis and... Is Valis with us? Is he like... Yeah, we, we all end up going together. Okay. Um, since you have the bracelet, I actually have realized you probably should be the one to hand him the bird. So you can be freed. Alright then. Take Does he notice that I've got his this. lizard cage? Or just <laughs> just like... He just said there are things that need to be discussed, so... So he takes the cage, he sort of, um, pops the cage open and it sort of disintegrates. And the mockingbird seems to, uh, nest on his, uh, finger. A funny thing, this little bird. And for a brief second, he kind of looks at you. And it the mockingbird is no longer a mockingbird. It's a shrunken down Stephen. Perched on his finger. His arms are sort of tucked in where wings should be. And he is looking at you almost pleadingly. He sold my secrets to someone who shouldn't have bought them. He almost sold three instruments of Armageddon as well to a certain someone who wants their master back on this plane. I ooh. Mm. I, I wasn't there for Steven, so while he's kind of like talking and being cocky, I would like to attempt to throw one of my javelins at Steven. <laughs> we fulfilled the contract! The bird has been returned! But Perhaps those should no. know what happens when we sell our secrets. He sort of 
takes Stephen in his mocking bird form and holds it in his hand and it starts, you know, squeaking and squealing. I'll say that I put like a hand like on a javelin then and like And for a split second his teeth that are usually nice white marble white little bricks in his mouth are these long carnivorous fangs. Oh my god, Tyler! takes Stephen and just bites his head off. Oh no, Stultus is pissed. Bert Shaka honestly pulls doesn't give a fuck. Steven betrayed her, dude. Like, okay, but I, went, I went through everything and hell and back for Steven, and he betrayed me. Real bird or not, though, that my blood's boiling now. He and he just human. sort of slurps up the spine of it like a spaghetti string and just <laughs> continues to just chew and munch on him. I mean, Shaka at this point, she's like, ugh, but uh, he deserved it, so she, she was going to try to kill him to give him a quick death, but... Mm. I do certainly love my birds raw. Mm. Right then, you'll want them free. Very well. And he goes over to the foyer, to where the fireplace was, and he holds his hand up to sort of the living room area there, and for a second it looks like it's rippling. He grabs a corner and pulls down the wall like it's a cloth. And behind it is the fireplace, but so is Amira and the king. And right, and he takes the the uh, this cloth, this sort of mimicry cloth, and sort of slides it back up his sleeve. Tada! Is this damn thing off my wrist yet? Oh yes, that. And he snaps it, and it just sort of disintegrates, and the blood pools on the floor. Ooh. So then, we have still a little bit to discuss. What more is there to discuss? We fulfilled our end of the bargain. The end of the world. Casually speaking. <clears throat> sure, why not? And it's quite literally oh. your fault. <laughs> what? Yes. You have ticked the domino that is starting the very end of the world. While he is doing this and talking to Stoltis and is distracted, I would like to attempt to do something. And simultaneously. <laughs> I have a couple healing potions in my bag. Okay. So I would like to kind of casually empty one. And then I'd like to try to get some of his blood into the bottle. Ooh. Okay. We literally both thought about that at the same time. You said it blood, like, pooled on the floor. Okay. And it is on a hardwood section, so it's still there. It hasn't soaked into anything. And I have, like, a mess kit and stuff, so I have utensils. I can try to, like, use them. To okay. You can use a rag to soak it. Um, I would say... Um... Hmm. I'm trying to do it kind of, like, stealthily, because I don't want him to notice. So, yeah, make a, make a stealth check, then, to try to stealthily uh, put all this uh, blood in. Okay. As he says, you know, you've ticked the domino that has started the very end of this world. How did we manage that? Show me the stone that you carry on your pack. Son of a bitch. But we left 16. It. No, no, you guys still have it. I thought we hid it in the, in the, hid the couch. couch. We hid it in the couch. Oh, you we did. We were wondering if you would remember. We've been talking about it, like, in separate chats and stuff the whole time. <laughs> like, if, if he ended up getting it or if he 
thinks we have it or what, so he, he must think we have it on us, which isn't the case. What stone are you talking about? Are you lying? Make a deception check. <laughs> I rolled a this 16. This is my favorite part. I rolled a 16 on the... Alright, you're kind of able to scoop a good portion of oh, the blood into the, the bottle, top. and he doesn't seem to notice. Okay. He's very, uh, fixed. Either he doesn't notice or he doesn't care. Okay. Putting it in my bag. With a 12. He looks at you and says, don't play coy with me, boy. I know for a fact that you took the Stone of Corvinet from the reliquary of the oh. Druid's Temple. Man, a 12, even with all your, like... Uh, I, I thought I got more of a bonus, but it was only a three for deception. Yeah, we took it. But we don't have it on us. We hid it in our... We hid it in our, uh... What you call it? The keep. We hid it in the keep. Well, why would you tell him that? Shadow's just gonna go... I see, I see. Well, not a properly good place to put it, if anything... Returning it to its rightful place would not do anything either. At this rate, the stone will have to be destroyed. Now, hold on. We were told not to let it get destroyed. Not on this plane of existence, obviously. But it must be taken to the void and destroyed. And that'll fix things. Potentially. The rift is already beginning to tear, and other realities are beginning to bleed in. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well. It could work, it could not work, but either way, unless the stone is either... Unless... It's very complicated. You see, many years ago, all things existed as their own separate entity. Never were they united. And, and all of them were adrift in the fabric we call the Void. All things began to coexist, and along that, the Void. But the Void began to grow its own horrors, its own abominations. Like that you? Led... <laughs> oh no, I am not anything like those Petrachian things beyond the beyond. So, among those were many powerful fae that were locked beyond the realm of reality, the void. And in it, we created the Stone of Corbinet, a sort of binding contract between all things in the multiverse. And now you have just pulled the bath plug and everything is beginning to swirl into the nether that is the void. Wouldn't destroying it eliminate the contract between the different planes? Do we still have our earrings? You should. Does everyone here have one? I don't remember which, what was the earring? I think I was given one at one point. You were, they're the the telepathic earrings. Oh yeah, no, I have one. Yeah, we were all given one because we ended up separating. While he's droning on and on, uh, Shaltha is just gonna think, and she goes, he has the secret to immortality now. If I, if I don't kill him twice here, he'll never die. But can we kill him? 
You've seen how this goes before, Chopra. So I just live with my failure? Yeah, like the rest of us. We won't, <laughs> live, just like we won't live very long. Now that he has the night court, he'll want more. He always wants more. Yeah, but can we stop him from getting more? I'm not whatever. asking you to. I just don't think it's reasonable. When have I ever been reasonable? No offense, <laughs> Captain, but... Never. I think it's time to look at the bigger picture instead of thinking about your vendetta against this guy. If oh! I oh. don't like that at all! Well... That if was nice really, knowing you, everybody. If it was... If it's really talk of the end of the world, I think that takes priority over your grudge. He is the end of the world. He wants to be the end of the world. Why would you trust him? Because maybe the world will live a little bit longer. Under his shadow. Still alive, though. If you don't trust me on this, keep in mind, I could have easily let Steven, this poor little maggot, <laughs> crunch. I could have easily let him sell that Myalgus his items to resurrect his master. <coughs> The only reason I'm telling you this is because I'm concerned for myself as well. If the stone is not destroyed and the void continues its rapid pace and sucking everything down, it will rip everything asunder. With the chance of destroying the stone in the heart of the void, there is a chance that we will not be torn apart by chaos. And in fact, we will just commingle in a very chaotic way. It will be messy, but a new contract will be forged. But it's this literally giving Thanos the Infinity Stones, <laughs> but alright. One chance. I don't want the world to end. Already the four are making their march and causing pandemonium. Or I trust you, I trust you've come to know at least one of the four. Yeah. I forgot her name. Vita. Vita. Yeah. Yes. They were once wonderfully powerful maidens of magic. Vita was life. Moto was of fire. Helga was of ice and water. And then there was the fourth, I can't remember her name, but she was of mystery, and secrets, and forbidden knowledge. Her maid's fourth. <laughs> Unfortunately, they were corrupted by the void, and they were forced to be sealed as well. So how can you be sure destroying the stone is going to fix everything? If it was created in the void, and if it is destroyed in the void, it will not affect anything on the material. In time, we will forge a new way to maintain peace and stability, but as long as the stone is loose from its moors, it cannot be returned, its damage is already being felt, it must be destroyed. 
And how do you propose we get to this void? Eventually the four will commingle. Eventually the four will open a door that will lead into chaos itself and call upon Thraxus. Who? Thraxus, the Lord of the Void, <coughs> born in the heart of a dying star. That's edgy. Well, you best get to work trying to find them. Shatha's just grinning her teeth the whole time. <coughs> really frustrated at everything. I know it's frustrating and perhaps you don't want to do it, but it's either you do it or the world will end. Possibly by the end of this season. At any rate, my Algus has been looking for the four as well. He hopes to bring his master. He was hoping to bring his master into this, but I put a stop to that. We can't have this mess getting any more out of hand, or Lord knows it ju could just explode. Well, well, I mean, um, Xanathar did want us to kill my Algus, and it's good to do that as well. He's been causing too much trouble, him and his necromantic master. At any rate, the choice is yours. You have the stone, and I trust you'll keep an eye on it, though I'd be sure to uh, take it back now while you still have a chance. And hopefully by the time you get back, it will not have been stolen. No, we have no time to waste. Deliver us back to our keep with our friends and everyone here with us. It shall be done. This isn't over. My dear darling Shalfa, it will never be over between us. Not till the end of time itself. Or until you meet an early grave. At which case, I will weep. I will mourn the loss of my one true enemy. Damn. <laughs> well, spit spot, out the door you go, you with your kitty girlfriend and the handsome prince of the sun. Off you go. Alright. I, I thought he was gonna send us back like, chop chop. <laughs> the door's open. You may see yourselves out. Alright. Before I leave, I'm gonna throw the. Or not throw, like, scoop the lizard cage at him and say. Oh, yes! Oh, I kinda wanted to Feed take your it with lizards! Us. <laughs> oh, he has been oh so hungry. Did he talk to you? Yes. I see. Well, it's very good you didn't let him out. Why is that? He has a, uh. Tyrannous appetite. Oh, no! It's a good thing we didn't open that! Isn't like that right, my little Rexy? <sighs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> bon voyage, as they say in another world of little consequence. Have you heard of that? I've never heard of that. The shelf is just in there. <laughs> <laughs> the stare. The shade, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs>
Alright, then uh, I guess I will... It's stuff like this that makes me wish that we would actually film it too sometimes, because there's sometimes <laughs> o- only so much you can do with a facial expression, like... <laughs> like on that episode of The Office, just... Yeah. 100%. That would be like half of our... Either one of us doing it to Tyler or Tyler doing it to us. I, w- I would want to get, like, Tyler's eye roll whenever someone some- someone does something so stupid and she's like, you can okay, you can try. try. <laughs> or just, Logan's, okay. like, Logan's like, I want to go find a hooker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, alright, I guess I'm going to head out the door. Alright, you head out the door, and it heads, it's like you're walking into the front door of the keep again. Mm-hmm. Right inside. Alright, I'm going to go straight over to the couch and look for the orb. It's not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured it wouldn't be. It's not there. I don't care. And in I'm fact, somebody is missing to... from your party. I was gonna go. You kind of didn't notice it when this adventure first that started. That bitch! That bitch! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not the girl. It's not the woman. They've gone on their own. They're not behind you as well. I well, Anathema is. Anathema's with you, but gang gang. But um, Garuk's missing. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, Garuk stole the stone to give to Vita. This is bad. Do we re- realize that Garuk is missing then? It dawns on you. Do we put like, two and two together? <laughs> yes. Where's Vita? Where? Or Garuk, I guess is the better question. Where'd Garuk go? Fucking idiot. I knew I was missing his shit attitude. <laughs> we need to find him. I think he has the orb. It would only make sense. At this point, I feel like I don't even care because I just hate everything. I just want to go over to Amira and ask if she's alright and like take her little kitty paws in my hands and make sure she's okay. Little toe beans! Are you alright? Yes, I'm I'm fine. We tried to tell you we were in the living room, but we didn't realize he put up a cloak or something. You couldn't see us. There were statues, I thought. No, he didn't. He took us into the living room, served us a cup of tea, and said, Oh, your friend should be here any time now. And you walked in, and we tried to say hello to you. We yelled and everything, but... I told you to stay away from him. We never went to him. He came to us. She, she understands that she's not mad at Amira. She's just like... I was just about to ask, actually. <laughs> like, she's just like, I warned you. You know, like, he's dangerous. And I didn't go to him. He came to us. In fact, one moment I was preparing some stew for the king, and the next thing I know, the soup's gone, and I'm in the house I do not know. I want to smooch my cat girlfriend. No soup for you. <laughs> no soup for you. You kiss her, and... At first, she's kind of stunned, and she kind of stands there, but then she just kind of kisses back, and... Yay! <laughs> I'm going to casually walk over to Fern and check and see if he's okay. Can we name the Fern roll? No. I'm of a good name. I want to see if uh, he's still speaking gibberish. It is still speaking... I don't know. So, All right, so you, you talk to your Fern, and he says... And he says it's good to have you back. I need watering. I, I am so sorry. I will water you right away. Did you happen to see where Garuk went? The big scary guy. Well, three months ago, he came in here and left with the stone. 
Uh, three whoa, months ago. Whoa. Three months ago. What? We don't hear this though. That's You've true. been gone for about that was three months. Out game. Oh shit! <laughs> what? Like, I'm, I'm sure they probably heard me going three months ago. Um, Everybody kind of turns well, well, We never, we didn't discuss how you communicate with. I mean, we, oh, I feel like we true. have, but I don't remember what we decided. I'm sure that's probably something he verbal? said audibly. Is it like that's in definitely language. That's, is it? That specific line is probably very verbal because there's. But like, yeah. is it in plant language or is it in common? Common. Okay, I didn't know if you like. I'm, I'm assuming that it's very telepathic normally, but that was such a shocking rele- uh, revelation okay. that. I just want to be clear okay. and make sure, like. Yeah. Right. So, yes, yeah, so I audibly say three months uh, ago. And everybody uh, kind of turns to you and a curse says, What do you mean, three months? <sighs> I'm going to take the picture and pour water and defer. We've been gone for three months. What? Excuse me? Garuk was here three months ago without the rest of us. How do you know that? Fern said so. Obviously. <laughs> just gonna like... <laughs> like tearing out her hair. Because she knows this. She knows time is different in the Feywild. She's been in the Feywild before, so she's uh, freaking out at this point. Yeah, so she like kind of breaks away from Amira at that point, And it's just like... He said a season. He said the end of the season. It's been three months. Which means we have less time than we even thought. He couldn't have done that on purpose, do you think? Make a make a make a arcana check. Thank you. Oh yeah, I don't get for that. That's a nineteen, though. All right. From learning from some of the druid masters, you know that. Feywild time differs depending on how close it is to uh, what is called the crossing over point or Mm -hmm. the convergence of Fey. It's a holiday usually held in the spring where the tethers of the Feywild and the regular world are so close together (coughs) that they're basically a day apart, if, if not even a minute apart. And one who goes in there for an hour to a day will come back about a minute later to even an hour later. But as the seasons go by, that sort of connection leads to longer stretches of time Mm -hmm. to where a few minutes in the Feywild could very well be a whole day, or even, in this case, three months. And this effect could even be exacerbated possibly by the stone, Mm -hmm. even so, because you've never really heard of it lasting this long or having this far of a stretch of time. So whatever tearing of reality is occurring, it's starting to stretch time itself. Alright, I'm going to convey that to the rest of the group. And Curse has gone kind of pale hearing this, and immediately walks out the door and looks around, and he says, By the gods! A lot of things could happen in three months, guys. The city! What's wrong with it? He comes back in. It, it's hell out here. Alright, I guess I'm gonna walk out the door. Yeah. You walk out the door. Buildings are on fire. Oh there God, is madness in the streets. There are there are men and women who have stripped down to their bare essentials and are beginning to flog themselves madly Stolpers. in an attempt to appease the water, gods. Right? Put out the fires. 
I need a large body of water for something this large. There is a river that crosses through. Um, there's a fountain. There's stuff in town. Okay. I know there's water sources. There's a well. <coughs> I know that much. We've talked about them in the past. So. Um. Actually, I might. Hold on. I think I have a storm spell that I can use to make it rain to stay. If it's a storm, though, that could create lightning, which could yeah, cause I more just fires. Yeah, I just have uh, call lightning, so... So let's not do that, because I'll I... just create more fire. Oh, damn it. I guess I'm just going to go to the nearest source of water, use control water, and just make it burst out in all directions. Not so far, like, not so much that it, like, raises up and drowns people, but just, like, this huge blanket of water that gets... Right. So like, you jump in a pool and it goes... Yeah. So, without <laughs> even noticing, you do that... But controlling the water, you realize the water is red. <laughs> and as it hits the flames, it has this horrible sort of ionic smell. And you look down at your feet and you realize you are standing in what should be a clear water fountain is now a fountain of blood. I'm just going to straight up puke. <laughs> I'm getting progressively angrier at this point. I'm not gonna go into a rage yet, but I'm getting pretty uh Well if there's stinking mad. This is horrifying beyond horrifying. You drench several of the people covered, in, blood, so. covered in, in blood and they're and they're just Is it at least putting out the fire? Kind of, but at the same time it's releasing this very awful smell of like burning blood. It is not it is not pleasant at all. The whole city seems to have gone to hell in a handbasket. The oh, sky dear. is a blood red color, almost like fire. There's one person that we know that would have survived. Definitely. You guys want to go see the big guy? Xanathar? Um... I have one more thing I can try to use. I have control flames, which I can extinguish flames within a 60-foot radius of myself. All right. So You can do that. All right. So I'll right. cast that at least as well. take care of a small part All of right. the town. A little bit at a time. Yeah. You do that, and you're able to sort of extinguish some of the flames on a majority of the buildings in the uh, town square. Okay. Let's head in that direction. I'll extinguish, put out as much of the fire as I can along the way. Is there anyone that's like a person that's not freaking out around sure us? Or are they all there are a couple of people savages. who are kind of huddled on the streets. They don't seem to be panicking or anything, but they seem very distant. Okay, can I walk up to one of them? And I want to use suggestion and say to them, um, you're going to tell me everything you know about what happened here. What hasn't happened here? The whole city, it started with the plague. The phage, it came over us. Some of us <coughs> grew dragon scales and itched ourselves until we were ripping our skin off. And others grew red skin until they turned into vicious monsters and started tearing people limb from limb. Then the fires broke out. Then the yeah, zealots came. Can you grab me your soap? I've read all those. Vanilla cream or root? <coughs> cream. Cream. Root beer, please. Root beer. Red. I'm um, okay right now. Let's get one after coffee. we after we stop to eat. Um. Stop it, devil. Then the zealots came and they 
started praying to the abominable gods and they started flailing themselves and hanging persecutors that they felt were unjust, marching good, honest people who made simple mistakes in their life through the streets shouting, shame, shame on you. <laughs> I think that's enough. This is not good. We not good at all. We need no, to We need to get the stone right. back and destroy it. Thank you. If there's any chance that this can be reversed. I wonder if it's like this everywhere. Did Amira and the King stay at the Keeper? Did they come with us? Um, I'm just trying to keep track of how many NPCs are in the party. Uh, they've <laughs> we got cursed. <laughs> Amira, Amira and the King are close behind you, but she looks to you and says, Do you want us to go with you, or should I still stay with the King? At this know. point, we need. Whoa. I don't think it's safe for them to stay there. I don't Everything's think it's safe. Like fire. I, I know America can take care of herself. It's the king that I'm worried about. Right. I'll try to restore order here. I've been gone for far too long. I'll assemble what men I have, and I will bravely save my people. Take them to the. That's if they're still considered your people. It's a risk. What if they are under some new? leader or have all just gone rogue and they kill you. I'll assemble what men I can. It's my duty. My birthright. He's uh, right. It's your own funeral. Your confidence is not assuring. <laughs> Nonetheless, you take care. Amira, thank you for your service. With pleasure, your majesty. Right. Well then. I'll give him a curt nod, which is like probably the politest shout that's ever been to him, because you know she normally doesn't do well with authority. She's not going to bow, but she. That's basically an equivalent for her. Uh, it's a sign of respect, so. I would hope that he sees it as such. He, uh. sees it and nods back at you, has a bit of a smile, and he marches off. And Amira's now joined your party along with Cursed. Excellent. Sorry, we got six. <coughs> Alright, so you're making your way to Xanathar? Yep. Yeah. Alright, so along the way, um, you're able to put like out... Kingpin. Like, he's got, he's got to at least have some order still around here. We'll see. So you make your way to the Old Bailey. And you uh, touch the stone that uh, signals for you to go down into the Xanathar building. You do so. And um, you come to the large door that leads into the inner sanctum of Xanathar's guildhouse. Uh, it's closed. Do you knock? What do you do? I'll knock. Alright. Shadow's not much of the knocking type, so... Alright, so Stoltis, you grab a hold of one of these knockers that sort of show a, um, a uh, golden uh, sort of deco art version of uh, Xanathar. Oh my, that was going to be so dark. Like a fish knocker. <laughs> <laughs> it does It does actually have an inlay of a little goldfish. Yes! In it. On, on the ring of the knocker. So, you knock yeah, on the door. the ring is like the fishbowl! Ah, <gasps> uh, yeah! <laughs> I love how you're geeking out about this. It's so cool. So, so uh, you knock on the door. And uh, you hear this big old um, bar sort of come across the door, and it opens, and they look out. Where have you been? Enough talk. 
We need to see the big guy. He's been waiting for you. He was worried you died. <laughs> Please, get in. Come in. I'll, I'll announce your arrival immediately. And he opens the door. Uh, one of these uh, servants opens the door. And he says, Master Xanathar, the heroes you hired are here. They've finally arrived. Um, Regan, can you check the volume? I don't want to wake you up. <laughs> oh, right here? On the side? Yeah, on the side, that big old knob. Oh, it was on 20. What should it be on, do you think? Maybe 15. 15 should Let's start, it. Let's start at 10. He's starting it down low so we can turn it up if need okay. be. They are here? Oh, hang on. Turn it up. They are here? Bring them to me. We'll just pretend his voice is big and booming. <laughs> <laughs> Wake the baby. Right. right. Well, the babies are asleep, so... Mm -hmm. It's okay. There you are. Where have oh, you been? <laughs> well... I've been searching for three months for you. I've hired plenty of goons and goonies and what have you. Well, it's good that you placed so much faith in us and you really like us, but um, we were transported to the Feywilds. What were you doing with fairy people? Uh, we didn't exactly go on our own will. Oh, I see. I see. I'd also love to film this because I love Tyler's face as Xanathar. <laughs> I mean, you, you could certainly do it and just put, I'll attach it to like a Facebook page or something. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so finally you are here. Did you take care of the Lazarus man? Where's my money? Uh, we're just now getting back, and we we were there for, what'd you guys say, a couple hours? If and we not. came back, and it's been three months, so we haven't done anything. We came to you because we knew you'd be able to help us figure out what's going on. <laughs> Solomon! Get over here! These people want magic help, I think. Help with what? What's going on out there? Oh, you know, cities are crumbling, people are dying and getting sick. But why? What's causing it? Uh, I don't know. Time of the month, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. I'm still making money from all of my investitures. Did you know that people are buying a lot more drugs? <laughs> I'm impressed that they're actually buying. Chaos is making prices go up, 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 and I like it. <laughs> well, Supply listen, and demand. Xanathar. Oh, baby, it's okay. Xanathar, we take it that um, you enjoy having what what is presumed to be worth money, correct? Yes. Well, if we don't stop this, then nothing you have is going to be worth anything. How does that make sense? There's no society as a whole crumbles. If everyone dies, what's anything worth to anyone? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> this I'm good at. Stop it's like, for a minute and go are are you milk. kidding me? <laughs> it's a one. Oh no! I would like to further that argument. If there's nobody left alive, no one's going to be there to buy your wares. All right, roll again. Because uh, I'll say that you're doing it with advantage. Oh, 26. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks around and... Oh. Well, 
that does suck. I didn't realize it was everybody was dying. I thought it was just everybody in the city upstairs was dying. Is the whole world dying, you're saying? Potentially. It has something to do with the void. Did we grab the crystal? Oh, that's when it was gone. Um, world, the world as a whole is collapsing. And right now we need void. to find a couple people. Uh, your Lazarus man, for one, and uh, a friend of ours as the other. He has something important that could potentially prevent this from happening any further. I did notice you are short a man. Another redskin man. That one, yeah. He stole something that's causing the end of the world? Uh, yeah. Basically. Well, mm -hmm. when you see him, bring him here. I'll turn him into roast chicken. You don't know where he could potentially be at? Not right now. But I will do you this. You go to Lazarus. You get my money. Or kill him. I don't care at this rate. His death would be a better investment than just the money. But you do that for me. And I will send out my spies to get some information on these people that you are looking for. I know the Red Man, but is there anybody else who might be causing the world to fall to shit? Vita. Vita. Yeah. They're probably together, but there's no Vita. Vita. Solomon! Take these notes! Yes, yes, Xanathar. <laughs> what does she look like? Describe every feature, from her eyes to her boobs. Uh, well, she has huge tracts of land! Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't remember anything about uh, her. Didn't she have dark hair? Yeah, was she has it dark hair, hair? I think, yeah. Blonde hair. Was oh, blonde? Blonde? I thought she had blonde hair and fair skin, and she was in a white dress, wasn't she? Or? Yes. And he's, he's writing all this down, and her eyes were like a vivid shade of green, you remember. Yeah. It's been so long. And he says, all right, we'll uh, keep an eye out. Um, And her name is Vita. What about the others? Uh, are there any others, or... Just the red man. He's been with us before, so you... Yes, and that's Garuk, the red man, uh, red, half-orc. Uh, any, any mention of the four is probably bad news. Very good. The four. Got it. And any information you guys might be able to find on... What was his name? Atheriax or whatever? Theranax, yes. Theranax. Yeah, Theranax, okay. Theranax. Who's he one with a dragon? It's a dragon? Well, Excuse me? Excuse me? Well, it's complicated. You see, he... He's a dragon born out of Star Spackle. Wait, is he already here on this plane? No. I just happen to know these things because I'm from, let's say, beyond the veil. Well, they're working on freeing him and making making him... Oh, he's free to do whatever he wants in the void, but... Oh. Oh. They're going to... No. No. I imagine he's one of the few things that could kill you. He could. So. With a swipe of his celestial claw, he could turn me into Shadow Spast. So, how about we work together and stop this before he gets here? Yes! Solomon, Guinevere, send out my spies. Search for all known things about these 
four, four, and there's Vita and the Red Man. I want them found. I want them contained. And if they won't talk, then I want their heads on a platter. Now, you guys, go and find the Lazarus Man, or whatever he calls himself, and kill the son of a bitch. And whatever you, whatever he has left, I will liquidate and make money out of it. Good deal. Send Silgar our regards. Silgar's not doing so well since the water turned to blood. He's alive. (gasps) Wait, wait, wait! He's got the like the stone that makes him immortal, but he's probably very unhappy. He is. He is. I still have water in my pouch. You can try to pour it into a new fish bowl. Yes. I would like to use the rest of my water in my uh, <coughs> water pouch thingy. And then Go cast. ahead, because I got three water skins. One's full of beer, but... Okay, yeah, I'm going to empty the remaining contents of my water skin into the bowl and use uh, my control water right. to increase he, uh, the level of it. He says, one moment, please, while I pull him out. And he pulls Silgar out, and you can sort of see he's all covered in little specks Aww. of blood. His gills are kind of like... And he pulls out the stone as well to make sure that they're, you know, connected. And he mm. just sort of pushes the bowl aside and lets the blood spill out and says, All right, fill it. I'm going to fill it with right. fresh water. You fill it with fresh water and... Oh, no. It works. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and he puts Silgar back in and Silgar kind of... And then starts to kind of swim around in the bowl a little bit. Good. He's my little sugar, my little fishy fish. Thank you for your help. And for this, we'll double the spy count. Now off you go. Kill the Lazarus man if you must. I'll let you know if I find anything on my end. I know how to get to Lazarus because I still remember the map and everything. We knew where his lair was. We just hadn't gone right. there because, you know. Bitch ass. You're okay. I'm sorry, speaker. It's okay. It's a, a, it's a bit of an awkward place to hold the mic. <gasps> Where's my horse? Oh, Roach, it's been three months. Is my horse dead, Tyler? Ah. Uh, I forgot you had a horse. Um, oh. Um. Oh my god, didn't we, like, tie him up or something? Oh my god, he's so dead. I mean, the chances okay. of him being alive are very slim. Uh, it's okay, I'm ready. Okay, so, you head out, are you heading out of the guild now? Yeah, I would like to look for my horse so we can ride it. Ride right, my did, did you give him, like, a call sign or something to call him? Uh... Probably just like a roach or something like that. Okay. Doesn't answer. Doesn't answer. I want my horse. Right. You. Where was the last place you kept it? Near the. Tied up outside the keep. Oh. Well, he's not there. Oh, so he could be anywhere. He could be. Somebody could have untied him. You don't know. Well. My horse is probably dead. Probably. Sad. Fuck you, man, with this down here. Alright, I guess we're gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way. Shoelace Express! <coughs> right. Are so, our ships still safe? 
that you can go and check on them and make sure. Mm -hmm. All right. My crew have been gone for three months. Oh no! I'm responsible for all the pirates. So you head up to the docks where your ships normally are, and beside the dock, quite um, unexpertly left behind, there is a half-eaten body. Oh no, is it fucking Shmi? I'd like to get closer and see who it is. You kind of roll over. Half of the face has been eaten, but it is a man. You roll over the corpse, and it is indeed Shmi. No! <laughs> he got so many races. And this is how Tyler kills, kills us. What happened to your horse? Your horse okay or dead? No, dead. He's, he's gone. We, he's most likely dead, but... So all my ships and stuff are gone too. Hey, at least Fern's okay. There's at least one ship left. It's the main schooner that you used to fly around on. Oh, thank God we have a fucking schooner. But attached to um, Shmi and his corpse, uh, there's a dagger sticking out of his heart that has what looks to be a clear sort of glass handle with what looks to be a piece of parchment in it. Ooh. I would like to pick it up and take it with me. Okay. Are you going to open it? Yeah, I want to know what the parchment says. <clears throat> Alright. You read the parchment. It says, To the betrayer bitch, who never came for us and never gave us any quarter, we have decided that we are moving on. Shmi has been too caught up in trying to maintain your vote, and so for that, we stick it to him. You are gone, and you have left us. We are moving on with our enterprise. To hell with you. I'm going to murder all of them. I do not take betrayal well. That is yet another thing I must do. So let's go kill Lazarus so I can go kill my crew. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, will the schooner at least fit us all? Yeah, it should. It's a good size. Alright, at least we can take that and not walk. Alright, so you board on the schooner, Amira takes control, and you're off. And she says, you'll guide me to where we need to go, right? Mm-hmm. Alright. I'm obviously very shaken up about the Shmi thing. I don't give a fuck about the crew. I, I care that they killed Shmi. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. Right. You tell him I'm coming, I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. <laughs> it is indeed. And its name is Shautha. Mm -hmm. And hell follows with her. <laughs> yeah, so I will start um, guiding her to fly us to my Algus's lair. So. Right. In the Forgotten Lands. Yes. So, so it'll going be there, a kind we'll... of a journey also. I don't think, like, me and Stoltus actually know that he's a lich. So, like, will you I don't think that, any or... of us actually know that he's a oh, lich. I, I believe that was out-game knowledge that should not... Okay. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> okay. He... Like, Tyler gave us that out-game information because we were mad that he, like, teleported away. And Tyler was just like, well... You know, <laughs> he is what he is. So, I don't think in game we actually know, do we? I don't think we ever learned. 
I we mean, just you, know he's very powerful. Right, he's very powerful. You know that he, um... And I believe we might, like, I believe you, you Shalco might have known something about a phylactery, but I don't think she knew that I think that he's a lich. I think Pyros <laughs> uncovered some information about lichdom in itself, mm-hmm. and there were hints that uh, in some of the books that you read that he, he had written a manifesto about searching for lichdom or somewhat... So you know that he's perused the idea, but you do not know we if don't he's know. become Yeah, it. and Shalta wouldn't relay that information because she doesn't think it's all that important because she's dumb, so... Your words, so, yeah, not we, mine. So, so we don't know that he's okay. a lich, so we're going into this blind right. species. Okay. We do know that he's a very powerful sorcerer. Extremely powerful. So, it takes you a couple of days. Or wizard. I don't know his actual class. Magic user, I should say. <coughs> so, it takes you a couple of days. And you finally find yourselves on the Forbidden Lands. And <coughs> forbidden for a good reason. Because it is a barren wasteland. In its center is this large volcano that is still steadily smoking and bubbling. Did we, like, notice anything on our way here, like, terrain-wise, or was anything, like, crazy happening? Just, just the sky is just pure red. Okay. No matter where you go, it is just, the sky is a dark red, and the sun... It almost feels like, like, I feel like Shautha feels it's almost too peaceful of a journey, but obviously there's that unease, could be a natural sky color, but, like, yeah, this is crazy. It's very odd, and it's very uncomfortable. They, so I'm assuming there's no, like, flying birds or anything like that that we see? It looks completely barren. Almost devoid of life. It looks like nothing could be supported here. Eventually you find a spot of land where you can settle down and land. And it's a few miles away from a nearby castle probably the only castle within the area. So I presume we're going to head towards that. Alright. You head towards the castle. It's black, very tall, and imposing. And it stands desolate on the wasteland in front of you. The drawbridge is set down and it has looks like it has been for a while. The chain to lift it up has been broken and is covered in thick rust. And it looks like it has been scorched in places from the fall of volcanic activity. It looks like it has not been lived well. <coughs> and no upkeep has been made to it. There's no craggly vines, no sign of moss, no moat. It's just a castle on the edge of a canyon with a volcano in the horizon. Mm-hmm. This is probably painful for Saltus because there's like no actual like visible life anywhere, mm-hmm. no plants or anything. The whole ground beneath you feels dead and unnatural. Ooh, yeah, my skin's crawling. Let's just get out of here. Let's get our job done and get out as soon as possible. This is not... This is a dead place. Meanwhile, Millicent's like, 
Finally. Death. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna start heading to the drawbridge. I really don't want to be here, so I want to get this done and get out of here. You make it over the drawbridge. You make it into the threshold. And inside, it's a decrepit old place. There are cobwebs and dust and ash everywhere. I'll definitely start moving to the front also. I feel like Stultus is a bit out of his element, so... I wouldn't want him to just... And he he isn't familiar at all with uh, my Algus, so... I would kind of, like, go up there with him, kind of taking charge and going through. Okay. I'm grateful for that, because <laughs> I'm very lost. So you make it in, and you hear a voice boom down to you. I've been waiting for this moment. What moment would that be? Your demise at my hand. Oh shit, that was like the most badass thing you could ever say. <laughs> Oh shit, kill shot, kill shot! (laughs) Well. I would say I've been to hell and back, but this feels like hell to me. I am, uh... So there's only one way. I'm immediately looking around trying to see where the voice is coming from. You can't see me. You can only hear me. Doesn't it make your skin crawl, Shalfa? Not really. You probably should just fucking fight me instead of being a little bitch. <laughs> Damn. Dracula, you big fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn also has like a full sense of confidence because the last time we fought him, we whooped his ass real quick before he ran away. So, like, she don't, she don't know what he is. She's... So from out of the shadows, then, he sort of walks out as if part of shadow and then his form kind of manifests in front of you. So, you've been away for a long time, as I understand it. I don't say anything, I just have, like, my axe in my hand, like, ready to go. Isn't it glorious to see the world crumble away to dust and decay? Absolutely. It'll be much nicer when I see you do the same. Oh, shit. Even if you kill me right where I stand, it won't do any service. I'm sure you do. Look, enough with the chit-chat. We came here for a reason. You owe money. Just pay up so we can get out of here. Nobody else has to get hurt. Money. Uh, <laughs> his, his laugh echoes throughout the whole of the castle and rattles the walls. He says, you came here only to play as some sort of gangster? Some sort of accountant to beings who I owe money to? And you honestly thought I would just hand over a coin like it was nothing? It's kind of practically useless anyway. At this point, it is. My rebellion has failed and all my plans are asunder, but at least I will know 
that this world is coming to an end. And I have made crucial steps to ensure it does. Oh yeah? What steps were those? Three of the four are united now. And I'm sure the fourth is among you somewhere. And you don't even know it. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Which three are united? The girl who brings life and death. The warrior woman of fire and Helga of ice and sea. So is the slot is the mystery. And mystery of mysteries, where could she be? Except, of course, unleashed by three of the four. And where are they at now, the three? Hmm. What will you give me? Your life. A you quick death. Killing us. <laughs> Even if I tell you, I'll just kill you where you stand. Why, in, why prolong the inevitable? Well, Do you not see? Chaos is the end goal. Why? Why? Pro prolong it. Why try to keep something together when everything is cleaving itself apart? You got nothing better to do. It's a foolish errand. So is being alive. Then we shall rearrange that. Roll initiative. Yeah, yeah. buddy! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just... oh, 21. I have an advantage on initiative rolls, but no need to re-roll it, because I rolled the highest I can get. That is an 18. Okay. <laughs> I'm really bad I wasted a nat 20 on that, though. <coughs> Alright. Alright, so 25 to 20. Me. 21. Okay. I roll for here. For Lazarus. Shall the twenty? All right. Um, twenty to fifteen. Eighteen. Eighteen for Stoltus. Did you say I got a twenty? I got a twenty-one, Tyler. Oh, twenty-one. I'm sorry, twenty-one. It's just that one can matter sometimes. So. Absolutely, absolutely. I get a plus one to initiative, and I roll for something. So. Wholeheartedly agree. I saw you sure thinking about like random okay. like candid photos. Fifteen to ten. I'm nine, she's eight, so nine and eight. Okay. You gotta roll for Amira and Cursed though. I did, I did. Okay. So Cursed is <coughs> ten. Mm-hmm. I gotta check there. That's like so be check a first. Art Deco early America kind of photo. <laughs> Some sauce. I agree. Actually, hang on. Mm. Mm. Okay, so 
though. She's actually... They're actually tied. Who has nine? Who has eight? I have nine. Eight. Okay. So then. Oh, Tyler, I see you picked up Ghosts of Soulfar. Yes, I did. I pre ordered it. Let's see. Stuff. A bunch of people bomb you come in on Saturday, but they're like, oh, we can only work four hours. And Pinnacle's like, no, if you don't work eight full hours, then you can't come in, period. And it's like, take what you fucking get. Yeah, they closed early yesterday, too. Josh Cheers said close at four, but he was the only one they had to work. He was supposed to work open and close. Oh, jeez. Because three of the people that work in the kitchen decided that they were going to go on vacation because originally they were supposed to be closed the whole weekend. But. Alright, right. <coughs> Adam Street Cafe is always closed on the weekends. Six. Unless he has a brunch. Yeah, but after this combat, I'm going to be hella hungry, so yeah. we'll definitely figure it out. It's just kind of relying on the sleeping children at this right. point. He'll probably wake up. I figure she'll probably wake up during this, too. She might get a little fussy when she first wakes up, because she always does, but... So does he. He hates waking me up. Me, too. Frick me, frick. Especially when it's my alarm going off in the morning. I never wake up to an alarm anymore. You got to the jump the other seat right now, then how's that going? I mean, I've had one day, and I go in on Wednesday, and then I don't get to go in until after the 10th, so I really don't know. We'll see. Yeah, they had. They gave me those two like training days. I went in on Monday when the museum was closed and kind of got a tour of everything. And then I go in on Wednesday and like work an actual shift from 12 to 4:30. And see if you're good enough at the job before they give you more hours. Well, no, it's because my boss, who does all the training, then has a vacation lined up for. That's from like June 1st through 10th, and so they're not going to be able to do anything with me during that entire time. That's really crazy. She comes back. I'll be working probably like 15 hour weeks until I get it down, and then I'll be getting 20 hour weeks. Okay, so Shafa, you are up first. He oh. is standing in front of you. I wanna charge at him and try to slash like enough talk. I just wanna. 
All right, you do uh, that. Can I get angry first, though? Yeah, take a barbarian <laughs> rage. Angry. Awesome. And just be like, enough talk. Let's finish this. Get over here, you bitch. Unnatural 21. Uh, dude, that hits. Eighteen damage, and it's the magic great axe. So. Okay. Magical slashing. Okay. I'm sorry. How much was that? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. And that's the first attack, and then I have a second attack. Okay. That's sick. Eighteen. Okay, and the second one. Mm-hmm. Unnatural twenty-two. It's again. For 13. Okay. So you took a couple of really good hits out of him. He's hurt, obviously. All right, uh, Stoltis, you're up. Uh, I'm going to try to get him with my uh, thorn whip. Okay. There's a little tray here if you want to use it too. I this might be stupid because it's been a really long time. But it's plus eight to what I roll, right? Or is it? Yeah, that's oh, your sweet. hit. Yeah. So that is a twenty. Or wait, no, let me see. Hang What's on. the Yeah, it's a plus eight to hit. Yeah. Sweet, so it'd be twenty two then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just wanted yeah, to check because it says hit slash DC, and I didn't see the plus at first in front of the eight, so I just thought that the difficulty class was an eight, so gotcha. you had to roll eight or higher. But so it does hit. Eight, so yeah. Yep, that's a hit. Two D sixes. <coughs> so that's uh, that's eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. I always forget about the. What kind of damage is it? Just oh, so uh, knows. Piercing, I guess. Is that what it is? Uh, I'm assuming that's... You make a one. It's 1d6 piercing damage. This creature is larger than one. Increasing Yeah, it's piercing damage. Okay, that's what I thought. It's okay. Okay. So I can't just cleave it. And it comes it. from a spell, so yeah. Yeah. It's just... In case he has any immunities or resistances or whatever, it's important to say, like, what kind of damage you're dealing. Gotcha. Or if he has any vulnerabilities, that also. Ooh. Okay. I, I honestly don't know. I, out game, I don't even know a lot about like liches in D and D. So thankfully, that won't affect the way I proceed. I'm. St- I mean, I've been playing with you guys for how long now, and I'm still trying to figure out the whole combat thing because. You know, I mean, it's okay so to be a I'm more sh- role play heavy character. I, I'm definitely more of a role play character, that's for sure. You'll pick up more on combat too in my campaign. Yeah, because I chop shit up. So, yeah. <laughs> It'll come more natural In the words of George Washington <coughs> in Fairly Odd Parents, must chop wood. Tyler, Tyler, you would love Tiff. Something else. Tyler would love Tiff. Mm-hmm. I would love to be in that campaign. If your uh, schedule ever slows down, I'd be happy to work you in, I'm sure. I would love to. Even if it's just like a guest. Uh, Appearance for like one episode or whatever. I mean, that too, yeah. The barkeep. Oh my God. You'd be uh, Raul. His name is not Raul. Ooh. 
Or he'd be Lupa. <laughs> okay. So he's going to take a legendary action then, and he's going to cast um, Ray of Frost on uh, Shalfa. So, <coughs> I'm pretty sure this is gonna hit. It's um, 26. Mm-hmm. All right, and you take what is it? 48 damage. Okay. So, go for it, buddy. Two here. And you say he cast a spell, right? Yeah, it's uh, right <coughs> I have a reaction. So. Ooh, okay. Awesome. Oh, that's right, you got the Witch Slayer or whatever. Mage Slayer. Mage Slayer. I got the Mage Slayer feet when we leveled up to level 8. Ooh. It made sense for Man with Thistle Down here is why I took it, but I mean, I'll use it didn't whenever I give it comes you, up. Didn't I give you the one of my Ring of Spell Turns <coughs> things? The only ring I have is a Ring of Evasion, I think. Oh, that's right. I gave everybody else rings. Okay. And I have to, it's when I fail a Dexterity Saving throw, right. so I haven't had one. Oh, this doesn't have to do with combat. So it's just like 17 points okay. of, cold damage, of cold damage. Yep. Sure. Okay, and then so my reaction is because I have the Mage Slayer feet. Um, <laughs> Some dude's feet. <laughs> when a creature within five feet of you, which we're like right up in each other's space because I have a <coughs> attack, casts a spell, so it doesn't even have to target me. Obviously this one did, so it makes it a little more personal. You can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against that creature. Okay, you do that. Oh, it rolled off the 13 onto a 1, so that's, or is that a 7? No, it's a 1. Okay, yep, so that sucks. Oh, okay. So 1 damage, or 1 to No, 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 it's a 1 to hit. hit. I have to make an attack. Yep, that's nope. (laughs) That is a nope. That is a nope, nope. He's trying to be cool. <laughs> I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Alright, um... Cursed is up next. And Cursed is going to cast, um... OP magic attack. Guiding Bolt. And... At third level. Midnight, stop. Alright, so... I can't believe they killed Shmeet. <laughs> what do you mean? They. It was fucking Tyler. Oh, fucking George R.R. R. Martin over here. <laughs> <laughs> Kill off my horse and Shmeet. I never said he, the horse was dead. Uh, you right. Fern's still alive. That's all that matters to me. Oh, wow. He hits. Roll a 17. So Curse is going to point his finger and cast a light, a uh, bolt of blazing light energy at... What was it? Four, five, six. You can see where it's kind 
Ooh, man. He rolled good. Curse is going to carry us. That's good. Or die. Okay. No one so, <coughs> 5, 10, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 points of radiant energy damage. It's looking pretty beat up at this point. Alright, and then Amira goes next. Oh, yeah. I forgot she was here. <laughs> she's going to pull out her musket and she's going to take a shot. So, let's see. Yeah, that hits. My girl! And that's 1d12 damage. She's got the power of the kiss to help her. She did. She's 8, 9, 10, 12, 13. So that's 13 damage. Alright, Valis, you're up next. Okay. I'm gonna I'll swing with my right hand rapier. It's, uh. One moment. A 12. 12 to hit? Yes. That misses. Alright, I want to swing my other rapier at him. Okay. Much better. That is a 25. Yeah, that hits. Okay. So, uh, do I sneak attack damage too? 4, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 damage. Okay, 13 damage. Oh, that might not okay. fire, unfortunately. Alright, Millicent, you're up next. Alright. <coughs> I'm going to attempt to cast uh, Lightning Bolt. It's got the DC of 15 dex. Okay, so he needs to make a dex saving throw? Yep. Okay. <coughs> 15. He failed. Okay, cool. Fail. Not looking good, fellas. Alright, and now it's his turn, and he's going to point his uh, finger at you, um, Millicent, and he's going to cast Disintegrate. <gasps> oh no! Cool. Alright. Let's say. 23 to hit. Of course that hits. <laughs> okay, let me look up the spell real quick. Hi <laughs> <Hey> guys. <laughs> no. It was nice knowing you. Dust in the wind. Literal. <laughs> Shout that I don't feel good. Right? No! no. I don't feel so good. <laughs> oh, that is Even awful. better, the, she talks to the staff. Jack uh, I don't think I brought my player's handbook with me. I have one. 
Oh darn, I guess she <laughs> escapes from getting snapped. Ah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> He's been making that noise lately. He <laughs> didn't stop it. Get some help. No. Okay. It's a spell. Hey, Phoebe. Fiona looks like a guinea pig. That's why it's good. She's a cat. Leave my child alone. Where's your tail at? She's she okay. No. God. She. D. We still have to make that chair in the Iron Throne. Yes. Okay. Alright, so you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I think you have one of those rings of evasion, yo! She I think should. We all yeah, got everyone one. should have had one. And that's what those are good for, so don't forget you have it. You know, in case you die. <laughs> so that was my bad. It wasn't a, an attack roll. It should have just been a, a saving throw. That's fine. Okay, I see. So I, you said a deck saving throw? Yes. Okay. No whammies, no whammies. Ooh, that might be good. 14. Oh, I forgot your is bad. That's a failed save. Okay, then I'm gonna use one of the charges on the ring to succeed. Because you have three charges on the yeah. ring of evasion. And okay. per, per, is it short or long rest or something like that? Long rest, I think. Um, it regains half its charge, or um, you get to roll for... Says it regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. Ah, okay. 1d3. Yeah, okay. Alright, so yeah, there's one. Okay. Three, so. so you got <laughs> two more chances if this one doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have so. to roll again then? Yeah. I don't have that one equipped. So. It says you get to re-roll it, or does it say you automatically succeed? No, it says succeed? that you can expend one of its charges to succeed on that saving throw instead. So oh! I oh! That okay. is good. That is very good. Yeah. Thank you, Stultus. You're welcome. I'm doing the best I can to protect my friends. Okay, let's see. Why are you cooking my bat? You have a plus on your foot. A plus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bottom of your boot. Shh. You're okay. Well, that's dope. That really probably saved her butt. All right. Yeah, it really did save your butt. He's like, damn it. Because. Um, oh, do I only get one reaction per round, or is this top of the round? Uh, it should be the top of the round now. Because it just says I get to use my reaction. I don't know how many reactions you get. It's was it like one per round, like same with action. So probably to Google. Because otherwise, normally your reaction is basically an opportunity attack, an attack of opportunity. So I feel like, <coughs> regardless, you said it's the top of a round, so I should be able to get to do my reaction to try to make a melee attack against him. I like it's so slash right now. I'm still right in his face, so I was slashing him. Alright, reaction. 17. Okay, um, yeah, that hits right on the money. So, I just wanted to look up the yeah, reaction sure. history real quick. 
certain spells and abilities and situations allow you to make a special attack called a reaction. A reaction is an instant response to a trigger of some kind which can occur on your turn. When you take a reaction, you can't take another one until the start of your next turn. Okay. Okay. Well, that's clarifying. Oh, until the start of my next turn? Yeah. Okay, then I can't have made the attack. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was what you were doing? Or were, are you are you making your attack at the start of your turn now? Well, that would be just my normal action. A reaction is something that right. happens in response to something. So. Right. So if it, right. <coughs> so top of the round, and you hit him for. Do you just want me to use that roll to count as my? Yeah, we'll, attack we'll, then? we'll okay. count it. We'll count well, it. I, I rolled fifteen damage, so. Okay. And then I get a second attack. Another seventeen. Oh man. I, I was had to make sure it was oh, a six or a nine. Only, you're only allowed one reaction per round. Yeah, yeah that's what we just established. established. Oh. <laughs> it's okay, and thank it, and you. it happens at the start of my next turn, not top of the round. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I rolled another six on the damage die, so it's gonna end up being another fifteen. Because six it? plus How five plus this? two plus two. Hmm. <gasps> okay. Um, oof. Dude. I want to say ashes to ashes, dust to dust, and then fucking Bitch. slice his head off. <laughs> you say these very epic words in your very epic way, and the axe just comes down on his head, and it just cleaves off of his shoulders, flies through the sky a little bit, and in a dramatic sense, just as it hits the ground, his body turns to dust. Dust. Uh oh. Awesome. <laughs> Are we out of combat? Then? Well, we like realized the fact that his body just turned to dust, and that's not normal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that is not normal. Normal human beings do not just turn to dust. What just happened? He's not really dead. Says Anathema. Oh, I forgot she was with us. Oh my god. What do you mean he's not dead? He's a lich. Unless we find his soul's vessel, he'll still keep moving. He'll come back. Well, Did I you don't... know that he was a lich? Excuse me? <laughs> he's... But I... But I... He's dead! His mortal body is dead, but his soul lives on in another vessel. How do we find this vessel, then? That's a whole nother story. Ugh. What do and they we, look like? And we can't even take the head It back. could be it's anything. Cool. A ring, a book, a chest, a locket. It could be anything. Does it have to be here? It could be here, but that'd be foolish. He could have sent it to an extra-dimensional vault. He could have hidden it at the bottom of the sea. Well... Well... That's an exaggeration, but he could have hidden it anywhere. But he needs to also feed its souls constantly, or else his body would disintegrate anyways and he turned into something far worse. A demi-lich. Who know what now? We can burn the Think a giant around. floating skull that wants nothing but to devour souls to sate its vicious hunger. That's a demi-lich. So, let's say, like... We don't find this thing, and his body isn't able to be his soul's will. It turns into a demi lich. Then, 
No, in a couple of days, this dust will reform his body, and he will work his evil magic again, unless we find his soul and destroy it. Well, how will we know? Do you have any it? idea about how to find it, Millicent? Would I have any idea? Make an arcana check. Nineteen. You, if anything, if there has been anything you've learned over these years, is that anything involving magic or secrets or anything is usually written down. So you may need to look for notes. You may need to look for anything. Other than that, um, maybe contract some wizard to try to help you find a way to track down this magical item. This. Vessel for the soul. I mean, we could search this place and see if he's got it written down somewhere, but I don't think he would be that stupid. Are there any chests or anything in this building, or is it barren? Um, you can make an investigation check to walk through the castle and... Wandering around a little bit, um, you do find a couple of rooms that seem to hold things in them. A study, what looks to be the decrepit remains of a bedroom, a sort of potions room, and even a treasure vault downstairs. That's Treasure vault? It would seem so, except it's locked, so you don't know what's behind it. What kind of door is it? heavy iron door. What kind of lock is it? A complicated um, mixture of key locks and um, rotator locks. Can I attempt to pick it? You can certainly try. <coughs> Slate of hand? Yes. What? Uh, 19. Okay. So, you kind of, you're able to pick uh, one of the, there are three of these little key locks. Can I try the next one? Alright, so you I'm get one. What's in this bitch. What? Uh, that's a 15. It unlocks. Okay. Last one. Alright, this one's probably the hard one, so let's see how this one goes. Oh, that's an 11. No dice. Damn it! This one is being stubborn, and your pick nearly breaks off. What kind of lock off. is it? It's a key lock. Can I try to smash it? I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> Unnatural 20. Oh, yeah, you, you smash your hand right into it, and it completely breaks the lock. Whether it unlocks it, you don't know, but it's broken. Oh, no. I'm just going to smile like, Charlotte did good. <laughs> <laughs> and Amir kind of looks at you and kind of like, can we attempt to open it then? There's still like a dial lock on it as well. Oh, a combination. Combination oh. lock, yeah. Um, well, can we search his bedroom then see if the code is in there? All right, make can you a... let the rest of us know that's what you want to do? Or? Oh, yes, I will this time. I won't be a dick. Alright, make an investigation check. Alright. Yeah, I guess we would all go to the bedroom that 24. information about 
where his soul is or the combination. Alright. Uh, 24. You do find a slip of paper with runes written on it. Can't read runes. I can't. Sure, read can you read all. this? What kind of runes are they? They are druidic runes. Yay! Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would love oh, to read it. Oh, I, mean, she, I mean, she should be waking up yeah. soon. It's. All <coughs> right, you're able to read it. <laughs> Is that what they say? The castle of. Ah! I think it's pronounced Ah! Ooh! No, no, no. Ah! <laughs> ah! Uh, Get the, the palette. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, uh, the, it's a list of uh, three numbers 22, 46, 15. Are they coordinates? No, they're for the lock, we think. Can we try them at the lock? Do you relay that information? Oh, yeah, I guess I'll <coughs> relay those numbers on to the others. I would like to try to use that on the lock. All right. Or on the so thing. we head back down to... So you do it in the order. 22, 48, 52, 15. Um, and um, you try to open the handle and it, it doesn't budge. It's because the one's broken, I think. <laughs> Can you mend it? <laughs> Can I mend it? Give it a shot. I will cast mend on it then. It kind of warps itself back out and just... <laughs> Now it opens. I'm a metal bender. Nope. Oh, okay. So, can I attempt to pick that lock? <laughs> like, hey, why'd you do that? Go ahead. Opening. Try again. After we get in, you can break it again. Fucking that one. Oh, no. We're so close to the this, damn door. This time, the pick breaks and is now lodged in the uh, keyhole. Son of a bitch. I'm a, can I take his pick away from him, the broken one? Sure. I want to take oh. the broken half and stick it back in the lock and cast oh. mend again. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, and then remove it all as one piece and hand it back to you. <laughs> Can I try to pick it again? <laughs> one last time. All right. <laughs> one last time. All right. Fail me now. Uh, 22. Suddenly, it just silent. It finally just. My next question was gonna be: Do lightsaber beams melt out of your doors? <laughs> they could, but never mind. Now does the door open? No. Son of a fuck! <laughs> do lightsaber beams melt iron doors? You could certainly try. Make an attack roll against it. Oh, is it magic enhanced to? Nat 20 oh, plus man. 8 is 28. <laughs> how, how, are you, how are you cutting through it? I'm just going to kind of look at him trying to like pick the lock and it's still not opening. And then I'm just going <coughs> to... Boom, boom. <laughs> Cut off the hinges. <laughs> You're able to like, you know, almost like something out of a, out of a prequel movie. You just start... Yeah. <laughs> All the way down and just. This is getting out of hat. And then the door just kind of. All that hard work, and she did it with a fucking lightsaber. I'm pissed. Nothing. I used a nat 20 on that, That's so true. you're welcome. That's true. The next one's gonna kill her, though. Alright, what's in the stam room? Nothing. <laughs> 
it's like the fucking the one dude in fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. So you enter into the room and it looks like the inside of a bank. There are multiple little shelves and nooks and little um, storage bins. What's in the shelves? Take a look. I would like to take a look. I also will take. You a look open at the first it. drawer. You open the lid to it. You don't see anything in there. Fuck. I will try a different bin. You open another bin. You find a dead mouse inside. Okay, why do I have to find a dead animal? Can I open another one? You open another one. Ah, shit. You get sprayed in the face by a gaseosaurus substance. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Would this can would this be con uh never mind. Uh sixteen. Okay. You're temporarily blinded. By what? Gas. By a gaseous spray. Is it poisonous? No, it's Because I'm unaffected by poison. No, it is not a poison. It's I'm blinded. Great. It's bullshit. Uh seeing this, I uh can you mend his eyes? <laughs> Can you mend my eyes? No. <laughs> I'm blind. <laughs> Son of a so, fuck. So what else is in the room? <coughs> uh, make an investigation check. <coughs> oh my god, we're both dying. Yeah. Are they? I rolled a two. There's boxes and there's metal stuff on the walls. Are these like pull-out lids, or are they like... It's like in a bank when you go inside. So pull it straight out? Yeah, they pull straight out, and there's All right. a little security lid. <laughs> I want to take... <laughs> I want to take out my rope and tie a knot onto every single one of the drawers on the boxes and simultaneously pull them all at oh once. Oh, God. In the middle of the room. <laughs> so oh you're, you're pulling them all out. At the same time. It's so the same open time. them all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so you take a little bit of time, tie up all the knots, and you... Not saying a word to anybody. You pull Chapel's open just like, the door. There's stuff on the wall. Oh, this is gonna hurt. Mm. Oh, I don't like that. And you suddenly hear the sound of a... Uh-oh. And the center of the room, which has this little, this sort of large stone circle in it, begins to sort of twist and sort of... Am I standing on top of it? You're kind of standing on top of it, and it starts to kind of pull your foot aside, and you kind of step back. Okay, good. As it sort of twists and... And then you see it slowly... Rise, and beneath it is a small staircase. Oh god, the cats are freaking out. It's Memorial Day. There's a stone staircase. Do we close the windows? Oh boy, I wish I could see it. Let's close the windows. I'll turn the lights on. Cute, like what the hell? It'll muffle it a little bit, not not you know in its entirety. Okay, so um. I guess, uh, I guess we gotta go down staircase. What staircase? The one that just literally came out of the He's floor. He's blind. They can't see. Oh! Are you kidding me? 
I'm fucking 16 too, I'm pissed. Uh, can I like fireman's carry him? No, your princess carry. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, make a strength check. <laughs> Just chuck him into the ceiling. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, that should be enough to carry him. Oh, but sixteen is more for the cold. No, I There's a difference between a very strong person trying to pick up a small rogue and a gaseous substance getting in your face and you needing to be stronger than it. Wait, was that a magical effect? Magical gas? It was, I would consider it a potion, yeah. Okay. Well, it would have to be magical. I was curious if it was magical in nature. <coughs> technically get advantage. So, okay. What's well, done is done, blind boy. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, Just pissed about it. If you guys are ready, let's head down. So I don't even tell you I'm gonna pick you up. Just out of nowhere, you just feel your feet leave the ground. Alright, so you head down the stairs, yep. and you find yourselves in a large antechamber. There's all sorts of weird um, magical instruments and implements, <coughs> potion potions and brewery kits, vials of, you know, uh, multicolored liquids, and even a couple of jars with... Um, Hands and eyes and all sorts of other weird stuff. I'm gonna ask, um, what's her name? I don't know why I want to say onomatopoeia. <laughs> <laughs> Anathema. Anathema. That was close. The same. <laughs> I'm gonna ask her if she knows how to find what we're looking for. Out of your way. She says, "Well, I can look around That'd a little nice. bit." And she uh, kind of looks around. He's pretty nice, just be careful, Regan, because they yeah. do have their claws, so... Yeah, yeah I've well. never seen them. They've never swiped at Lucy, but... Well, he also will just, like, grab on. I mean, Lucy will, too, so just he should be okay, but grab. I just don't want him to... I'm always cautious with animals, you yeah. know, I don't want him to get aggressive. Right. Cute kitty. Anyway, uh, she looks around a little bit, and she starts oh. looking through some of the tomes and everything, and... Nice pet. Uh, she says, I wish I could read this book, but I, I don't have the, the knowledge to do so. Does anybody here read, uh, Celestial? Well, I, I doubt it. Me. I don't. Alright. Nope. Can you read this? I will read it. It says, day 14. And I'm reading this out loud. So okay. I don't have to write <laughs> It is done. I have cut my soul from thyself and cast it into a vessel. A vessel which now lies at the base of the mount lying behind me. Oh, its fiery core shall keep it safe lest anyone try to find it or ensnare it. And in the meantime, it is close enough in proximity to feed my soul the souls it needs to sustain my everlasting life. Ugh. My master always said that lichdom was immortality with a cost. 
but I believe the price is just right for immortality. Well, now we know where it is. Question is, can we reach it? So, you now know where he's kept his uh, phylactery. What do you guys do? Alright. Back up the stairs and. We're gonna have to find a mission impossible our way down a volcano, but it's cool. <laughs> so. Oh, this seems fun. I'm sorry. If whatever. So. Copyright. <laughs> so, uh, you eventually make your start making your way out of the castle and through the canyon into uh, the volcano volcano on the other side of the castle. And immediately, as it comes into view, you can sort of see uh, the <clears throat> the cracks of lava and volcanic ash falling all over the place. It's not currently exploding, but it is um, It is very much active. There oh is... Boy. And you can see um, a couple of crevices within the uh, face of the, the base of the volcano that look to be caves of a certain sort. I apologize for the weird noises. Uh, my daughter is playing with fridge or uh, door magnets and <coughs> they make noise. So. Yeah, ignore that in the background. No problems, no problems. So you're saying it's like, it's active, is it like solid, but you can see the lava underneath the top layer of the rock, or is it... Yeah. Okay. Some of the lava is kind of leaking out through the sides, and you can see it billowing smoke. Well, I guess the first thing we gotta do is figure out what exactly it is that we're looking <laughs> for. Um. Just gonna stop. I'll find you later. So you said there are caves. Yes, there are. <clears throat> there are what look like caves at the base of the volcano. About. Four of them, from what you can see. Some okay. of them are higher up. Two of them are at least <laughs> higher up, and the other two are lower at the base. I feel like you probably put them at the ones that are higher up there. Who were, uh, 
<laughs> so what do you say? Higher left or higher right? Well, it wouldn't make more sense to put it down low. Oh, I don't know. Because if he puts it down lower, he risks the volcano erupting and destroying it. But it also is a better protected spot if it's in the lower caves. Meh. <laughs> 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 There's some goats down in this, or sheep down in this volcano. Maybe I can ask them where they're at. <laughs> hey, you seen a phylactery? <coughs> well, Captain. Uh, Top, bottom. Chocolate just is like, I don't know where she would want to go. I guess. We would go to the top and work Quite our late. way down, maybe? Okay. Well, let's start from the top left, then. Top left. Oh, right. Nix is left. Can you see yet? Can I see? Uh, make another constitution check. Nope. <laughs> Five. You don't know <laughs> shit, Snake Boy! Alright, you don't know anything from what's I forgot but, what uh, Let's go left, points and <laughs> away from the cave. Uh, Curse is going to come up to you and he's going to oh, uh, do a medicine check on the you. The NPC save. He kind of looks at it and says, Aha, I see. Uh, takes <laughs> he <out> does it. <laughs> mortar and pestle and sort of grinds together a couple of like herbs like basil and uh, a little bit of uh, ginger root and it says a quick prayer and says hold this under your tongue stick this in your eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> hey did you know that squeezing lemon juice in your eyes will make them work better you lied to me that's <laughs> <He has> carrots <laughs> you lied to me hey fuzzy kitty so, you hold it under your tongue for a little bit, and your sight eventually returns to you. Hell yeah. So you're telling me, I've been blind for presumably a while here, and you're just now thinking about this? I'm sorry we were in a bit of a rush. I would have come a little bit sooner. <coughs> <Thanks anyway. coughs> I've been blind for 30 minutes. <laughs> I liked him better the other way. You should have left him alone. <coughs> He'll probably need him, need his help a lot more from here on out, so... Oh, boy. Well, you know what? For your gracious deed, I'll let you keep your ring. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Top left cave, let's go. All right. So we start, like, scaling this active volcano. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah, make a... these caves. Make an athletics check. Everybody individually, or...? Um, um, yeah, individually. Stoltus falls to his death. Push splat. Well, it was a 19, and then it rolled on to a 1. Oh, man. I, I, I gotta That's happened a lot with nine. this die. I do not want to use this d20 anymore. <laughs> Every time I've rolled a 1, it's rolled off of some good roll onto a 1. And, like, That's a, it's a nat 20, but it's a 22. Yeah, okay. I rolled a nat one. I get a plus Mine's eight. Mine's an unnatural one. twenty. I rolled a nineteen now, plus one. <coughs> okay, for <coughs> and what did you roll again, uh, Valis? Nine. Nine. Okay. Alright, well we know who is climbing up the mountain. <laughs> yeah, Curse isn't doing too well. 
But uh, Mira's got a hold of things. Because she's a cat. What about the uh, the other girl who's like... Oh, a nasty guy. Where are you going? She's struggling a bit, but she's still climbing. It's going to take her a little while longer than everybody else. So, um, those of you who... What did you roll? 22. 22? 19, right? Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, okay. So, you two make it to the top just fine. Val, you kind of struggle a little bit, but... Take her, I was blind. This is true. <laughs> and, um... Shalta, for some... For some reason... Uh, you you kind of grab a little too deeply into the mountain, and some of the volcanic gas kind of spills out and numb to your hands, and it's high. It's just like, ah, Okay. Very good. Cool. I handle that. All right, And you just start getting frustrated. And you're just like, burr, 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 screw you, volcano. And you can see that Curse and Anathema are suffering kind of a similar issue. Amira's already, um... Ooh! I have an idea. <coughs> What's the idea? I'd like to take my 50 feet of rope, and I would like to kind of try to, like, tether myself to Cursed and Anathema in turn. So we're, like, you know how when people, like, climb mountains and stuff, they're on, like, a... Yeah. And then, instead of putting my hands into this, I want to take, because I have my regular great axe and I have my magic great axe, and I want to take one of each hands and try to scale them. I love it. In fact, I love it so much. Could you hand Shalta her inspiration die? Oh, I missed. Thank you. Now you automatically get advantage on any one roll you want. So, I will say that for this one, you get free advantage. So, roll again in athletics. Uh, well, the 12 was better, because that's another one on that one. Jesus. So. Alright, the 12 should uh, should help you. I mean, luckily I get a plus 8, because, I mean, the rolls are 5, and I get a plus 8. Since the great, life, axe, so. the great axes themselves aren't, like, designed to be mountain climbing hooks. Mm -hmm. They don't really stick into the dirt, but it gives you enough leverage that you're kind of able to sort of keep moving and you bring everybody else with you and they're able to kind of follow suit with sticks and swords and what have you. They're able to follow behind you. Awesome. <laughs> it's like, what did you do to me? So we're going to the top left cave? Yep. Alright, and eventually you will scale up there and you're all... Um, on the left-hand cave side. Alright, well, uh, I get up there, and I'm just like, Ugh! <laughs> Like, I hate, I hate this volcano, but I made it up there. Stultus is just casually like, Yay! And I guess I'll look around and see <coughs> what's in here. Can we kill the volcano? <laughs> Alright, looking inside, it's a very dark <coughs> cave, and the smell of sulfur and other minerals um, gases are kind of pouring out of the cave. Hot air, all that sort of stuff that volcanoes tend to spew. There are also uh, stalagmites and stalactites of all sorts kind of down in the uh, corridor. Or tunnel, I should say. 
There's nothing here. Nothing at all. It does stretch a little ways back. You can see a faint red glow oh. coming from down the way. Could just be lava. That sounds terrifying, but... Well, let's see what's down there. Now that I can see. <laughs> well, one of us can... Whoever's the fastest should be the one to go check it out, because if it's an emergency, they can run back. I mean, I can check my speed, but I'm not, <coughs> not quite sure, actually. Might just average. I do have a high acrobatics. Can I can I run over real quick, see what's up? I don't know if that speed is necessary. Well, that's true, that'd be more athletics, yeah. yeah. Acrobatics is like basically trying to do a cool move, athletics <laughs> would be. Right. Acrobatics would probably be fun. Can I side. cartwheel all the way to the end? <laughs> <laughs> I have a 40 feet speed. Yeah, I got 30. Oh yeah, mine's only 30. <coughs> mine's only 30. Okay. Yeah, see who's I the fastest. I'll, I guess I'll run ahead. Okay. So you kind of run ahead <laughs> right into the uh, sort of flaming inferno, this large sort of this heat, and it kind of builds up as both you're running and you're getting deeper and deeper inside the chasm. And eventually, the tunnel keeps going for a ways, but there's also sort of like a crevice in the cave wall that reveals a magma flow kind of coming down from higher up. That sort of illuminates, illuminates uh, the uh, tunnel way. Okay. I have dark vision anyway, but still. Right. Okay, so I'm kind of making my way further back. Do I see anything? Like, well, I'm kind of jogging along. Uh, aside from seeing more of more pyroclastic flows and crevices that seem to have, like, sort of firelight inside of them, you eventually make it to the end of the tunnel that has a large bronze and doorway. Oh, no. That, that does like not, not seem to be a natural formation. I was going to say, I don't think they normally have bronze doors in volcanoes. I mean, I'm going to try to open it. Hey. Without okay. calling for us. I, I thought about it for a second, and I thought, Shalta would just open the door. <laughs> Alright, so you... Maybe there's beer behind it. You go to touch the door, and it is hot to the touch. You nearly burn your hand. In fact, you take... Where is it? <coughs> Where is it? I swear, the cat's got one that die. Uh-oh. Oh, there it is. It's stuck in the bottom here. Okay. Uh, you take three points of uh, fire damage. Ah! Hot. Did you actually billow in pain? Yeah. Did we hear her bellow in pain? I don't think it, I don't think it was like a... Like a scream or anything. Just kind of like ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, double A. <laughs> uh. <laughs> or, is it, or is it more like uh, the Alaska bullworms? Like ouch. <laughs> 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 um, I will say that you do kind of hear like your sort of That sounds like our captain. Should we go? Yeah, she's probably found something. 
Oh, damn. So, right. I guess, uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna shed, like, the outer cloak of my thing and pack it in because I know it's gonna be really hot down in there. Alright, and Curse kind of falls suit and takes off sort of the, his, um, tunic. Right. He's down to just barely shirt, and he also takes off his uh, fine head wrap. Ooh, piccolo style. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head on in. All right, you head in, and Wait. eventually you follow. Um, is anybody else following with him? I'm going. I mean, I guess I'd, we'd all probably follow. Not split the party. Okay. The rest of the party follows suit, and you eventually find your way to the bronze door, and you see the cabin just sort of glaring at this door, mm-hmm. like, of all the th- doors that shouldn't open, <gasps> why did it have to be the one that burns me, too? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, this isn't natural. <laughs> Thanks, Sherlock! <laughs> I want that to be your new catchphrase, as Stoltis. That's not natural. That's not natural. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't natural, it's unnatural. Or supernatural. (laughs) Hello? Captain, um... Did you try to open it? (laughs) Yes, okay, cool. Uh, is it just too... Hello? Why don't you try, Stoltis? Alright, I'll walk up to the door. (laughs) I'm not gonna grab it, though. Can I feel the heat coming off of the door? You actually don't feel any radiant heat coming off of the door. Damn it. It's hard to tell with all the radiant heat in the tunnel itself, but you you don't really get the feeling that the door itself is radiating any heat. So, like, as I put my hand towards the handle, I can't feel that there's more heat coming off of it? Nope. I guess I'm gonna grab it. Okay. You take three points of fire damage <laughs> as the handle just sort and of that spells is what you. we call a practical <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Stoltis is going to say something very unbefitting to anybody whose mother would be disappointed in their freight, uh, words. <clears throat> Before turning to Curse, it's like, can you fix this? This fucking hurts. Language. He takes a look at it and says, one second. Do you know how many times I've sworn in this podcast already? Like, Shelton just does that. Saltus doesn't, though. He kind of quickly takes a little bit of, um, takes two, uh, coconuts. Breaks them open into his mortar and pestle and starts <coughs> grinding them down and beating them down into, like, a buttery sort of paste takes a, a little bit of aloe leaf and uh, squeezes out the juice. While he's doing this, can I can I suggest that we take a short rest? Sure. And he uh, sort of places it onto your hand and says, this may sting a little bit. And indeed, it kind of does <clears throat> as it's uh, tapped into your hand. He then takes a, a piece of uh, bandage cloth <coughs> And starts to kind of wrap it around your hand. Right. And ties it down and uh, says a little prayer to it as well. Oh, that's so nice of him. Oh, look. And you're all free to take a short rest. Yeah. Hello. This is Peter. 
pizza. She's ordering pizza, it sounds like. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright. So. Um, there you are. Well, Can the I door handle's really hot. You didn't give me any help back. I think on a short rest, yes, I have to randomly do it, yeah. I tried doing it with the hip diet, so I don't want to do it with Um. What was I going to say? I Try to refresh oh. your page and uh, try again. Can I wrap my red scarf around my hand and attempt to open the door? Sure. Ouch! Sharp. So you do that, and you're able to get enough of a hold on it. It doesn't burn you immediately, but you get the sense that the heat is starting to come through. So you very quickly sort of open the door and fling it open. So it does open. It does open. It still didn't work, so I'm just going to like roll for it or whatever. Excuse you. Hey. Beep boop. Are those her chicken nuggets? Yeah. yeah. Okay, just making sure. I don't want her to steal like, be stealing cues and like. You know, no. So what do I see inside the door? Inside the door, you immediately see this very large round room with um, steel iron plates and um, iron gilded, uh, sort of like notched pieces of iron, sort of like grilling. Mm. <laughs> on this platform barbecue. That's how you like to think of it, sure. <laughs> and it's this large cylindrical room and all around it it is being uh, it's in the center of what looks to be a magma flow, although none of the magma coming down on it is getting into it. It seems to be going around the cylinder. So there's some sort of like barrier. Yes, it seems to be some sort of magical barrier around this little cage. Mm. Well, I shouldn't say little, this giant cage in the middle. So can we actually see like inside this thing? Yes, you okay. can. It is illuminate the light from the magma is enough to illuminate it, and you see a um, a pedestal in the center with this large bronze orb. I wonder if that's our phylactery. I don't see anything else here that could, you know, do anything like that. Sorry, I'm stripping. I'm hot. <laughs> You're fine. Out game, do you know Mei Chan? He's May getting hot in Yeah, that's why I was like waiting for the opportunity to use Mei Chan on the door. I think you guys were just like, before, right? I'm going to keep grabbing the doorknob. No. <laughs> Maybe it won't be as hot this time. Because I think you used it before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is that? Oh. <laughs> From the Spongebob episode where they're in the prehistoric times and they keep sticking their hand into the fire. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's an orb on a pedestal, is that what you said? Yes, there's like a bronze orb on a pedestal. Should I try to get it? I mean, I think the best one would be to try to grab it from far away and that's like your only event yeah. that I can think of. Alright. How heavy is the orb though? Lucy, stop. The orb appears to be attached to the pedestal. Oh. Ugh. Um. It looks to be fairly heavy as it's made out of. Looks to be a very thick and solid orb. Okay, so I'm not going to be able to do much with Mage Hand. 
I mean, you can still certainly try. It's not your binky. Don't put it in your mouth. Okay? Well, no I mouth. Can't, I can't attack it, and I can't carry more than it. 10 oh. pounds. So. It's, it's okay, baby. Come on. I mean, I can try, but I don't think it's going to do anything. Okay. To, so, uh, I guess I'll try to use Mage Hand to pick it up, but if it's attached, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Alright, so you try to grab it, and the Mage Hand doesn't seem to be able to pull it off. It seems to be welded onto the base. Thank you, baby. Is there anything else around it, like any sort of can I investigate for nearby traps or anything like that that might be in the path? Alright, make an investigation check. That one. Find and find shit. Just looks to be a magma-filled room. With a pedestal on the inside. You're gonna hit your head, bud. Well, there don't appear to be any traps, so... I guess I'll, I'll go first. Okay, Since I, I'm the one who thinks that everything's okay. Is anybody else going with him? I mean, yeah, I would trust him at his word that everything's fine, so I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so everybody falls inside with you. And then the door closes behind you. Shit. Cool. And you sort of hear the chain link fence kind of come down and close off the cylinder even further. The Uh-oh. pedestal itself sort of folds down into the floor where two sort of iron doors kind of come up and then close over it to sort of hide it. And you hear this uh, booming voice that says, You are trespassing. You have entered ground that you should not have entered. And who are you? I am the keeper of this key to the heart. Well, your master's dead, so... No. His body may be destroyed, but I keep his soul. And as long as that contract is in place, I will serve him. What are the terms of the contract? To guard his soul here on this plane. And in return, I am given half the souls of the phylactery. Seems like a raw deal when you could just get all the souls. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stoltis is just really pissed off right now. It's hot in here, I'm locked in a cage. You could do better, man. Come on, work with me. <laughs> um, he's so uncomfortable in this environment, he just wants to get the fuck out of this land. Make a persuasion check. Yeah, I was about to say something too. <laughs> Make a persuasion check, then roll for initiative, because he wants yours first. That is a 16. He's, he sort of snickers and says, <laughs> Better to have any souls than no souls. Well, you know, <laughs> we were to kill your master that you have this contract with. Out there, there is death everywhere right now. Without him, I would be returned to the hells. The hells. The nine hells. So, yeah, I mean, there are plenty of souls being sent to the Nine Hells right now with everyone dying and whatnot. You don't know what's going on out there. Plague, war, 
murder, death. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Persuade the enemy to not fight. Really? Uh, sixteen again. He's getting a little. You can sense a little bit of annoyance in his voice. This is such a stilted song. I'm really digging this. He's getting a little annoyed, and you can sort of hear it in his voice as he says, "You're not my master. You can't negotiate with me." No. What about your master's soul? I'm duty bound. I can't take his soul. But what if we were to gift it to you? It breaks my contract with him. But his one what? soul must be worth more than all of ours. I'm sure. What? Well, I'm sure it is. But that's the deal we made, and I can't go back on the deal. What was the deal struck with? Blood and fire. You said it doesn't matter what kind of souls you get? No, it does not. Why? I'll give you the souls of my enemies. <laughs> Starting with your own crew. Mm-hmm. <coughs> She's got many enemies. From up in the ceiling, one of the seals begins to sort of spew forth magma and lava and spurts out onto the ground and this giant hellish monster with huge bat-like wings and terrible horns comes down. Holy shit! With a whip of flame and oh, tusks, you know, protruding out of a lower jaw. He steps forward to you. Are you attempting to make a bargain? Oh, shit. I'm attempting to save the world. Mm. He won't get any souls if the world ends. I can give them to you. Well, best to collect them now, then. Never. Fucking Shelton's about to become motherfucking Ghost Rider! <laughs> <laughs> Flame and axe. Spirit of Vengeance. So what do you want? Bless, Bless you. Are you hungry? <coughs> do you milk? So what do you propose, then? You have my attention. It is a monster's baby. All you know? I'm asking you to do is to look the other way. And in return, I will give you the souls of my enemies. Starting with your old master. How many souls? You know who's Look at the top of her eyes. list? You know how many people have <laughs> wronged me? He takes a look into your how eyes. How many people I've slain that have wronged me? He looks into your eyes, and these are fiery, almost serpent-like eyes that stare into you like bits of coal black with raging fire red on the end. He looks at you. I see them. They have wronged you. Perhaps... The human ones, the mortal ones, will be easy prey. But the Archfey... Oh, that may need a better deal. 
I have a way to kill him. I'm listening. But you will have to give me something in return. What is More it that you seek? More than just soul. Don't care. What do you seek? A herald. <laughs> he is making this a fucking Ghost Rider thing. Cosmic Ghost Rider. A vessel of my eternal rage and fire. I mean, eternal sounds pretty bad. I don't know if I'm down for that. Shit. But what literally, my character's pure motivation is... To kill him. Yeah, it, it begins and ends with the man with the thistle down hair. Like, she wouldn't pass that up. When you were, like, talking about her vendetta and stuff, mm -hmm. all I could think of is that Shautha would rather kill herself than submit to the man with the thistle down hair. And I was like, that's how it's going to end if it comes down to it. If we're like, okay, we'll kind of let you have the world to save the world, she would off herself. Right. She would not want to live in that world. As right. long as everyone else was safe, she wouldn't care, but... <coughs> She, she couldn't do it. So, this is very tempting for her. And it would give us what we need. What do I have to do? You would have to sign over yourself to me. Captain, please think about this before you go through with it. You bear my mark, my sigil... And you will have strength beyond. Do I like measure. take a level in Warlock or some shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds bad. Um. You will gain the strength of ten thousand men when you need it, and fire will never burn your skin again. Consider what is happening. Will I have control of it? Yes. <coughs> you are my herald if you agree. But if I ask you to do something on my behalf, you will have to do it. And such a free spirit as yourself, I can see that that idea is not to your liking, Captain. Captain, we will find another way to kill your... Man with the thistle down hair. You don't have to do this. Just think about how it would feel taking orders from someone. Powers and everything. Mm. You're sweaty, bud. If you're not willing to serve for eternity, <laughs> then perhaps we can negotiate a time. What kind of time? What do you propose? <coughs> I'll be gracious and give you that chance. She wouldn't want to do it for eternity, but if it's a short-term deal that she has to suffer through to end the man with the pistols down here, now that's... <coughs> Could be all the souls that are killed between now and killing the man with the pistols down here. He said a he said a time like a time frame that I have to suggest. You could try to offer it. What? Yeah. 
I guess I could say until he is dead. But ooh, that's tricky, because if I say that, and then he doesn't actually give me the power to kill him, that's a trap. I don't like that. Yeah. I like a more yeah. specific time frame. But it would be part It would be part of the contract that you're given the power to kill him. Also, I feel like we're, like, our characters are actually discussing this, like, so it's not metagaming, just letting you know. I, I, I can see that. Because so they're, they're, all, they're all telling me to, like, listen to yeah. them. He kind of backs I'm... up a little bit, puts his hands on his knees, <coughs> and just very patiently waits and watches all of you. Outgame, like, Greg is all for this, but Staltus is like, mm, Don't make a deal with the devil, my dude. You see the horns, right? <laughs> In the fire and brimstone, like... On one hand, I know what it's like to live inside a cage, which that would be. On the other hand, you know, you'll be able to finalize what you've been striving for for years. Could help us save the world. How long would it take us to save the world, do you think? Could you give him that as our deadline? I mean, either that or we kill it. We've got a set in Okay, I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm like raising my hand, like out game style. I'm trying to think of Shautha here. Her thought process right now is that she's trying to kind of pull the wool over its eyes, and what she wants to do is list a very specific time frame, like a year or two years or whatever. But her goal is to kill the man with the thistle down hair, who's in the Feywild, where time moves differently there. So when she comes out of the Feywild, what has been a short time to her has right. been a longer time to the world, and therefore she would have served her contract because a year or so many years would have passed. She'd expect to stay in the Feywild that long. But I don't. I'm trying to think of a good time frame of like how many years to offer him that would make him happy. So that's my like out game thinking is her is her is her plan. Um, because like also time is so different to beings like this. Like he's saying, if I don't want eternity, what can I, what can I offer? It is a zebra. Good job, sweetie. Sorry, this is a tough decision, Tyler. You put me in a pickle. Kind of did it to ourselves, though. Um. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm really I don't know what to say. Um Cuz also like half orcs only live till usually around 70 or so years and Shautha is probably at this point about 30. So she knows she's almost at like her halfway point. And the kind of way she leaves, she could die a lot sooner. So. I mean, I guess she would, um. How long, yeah, how long do you guys think it would take to save the world and everything? I mean, I don't think we have much time. We have a season. But you also have to give him a good enough time frame that he's gonna agree to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's a year or if that's like five years or. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. You can always barter. Start low. Mm-hmm. One week. 
I would offer a year's worth of my services in exchange for your help. And once <coughs> and once the year is up, we could reevaluate the contract and go from there. A, a trial run. Hmm. Make a persuasion check. A natural twenty. A natural 20. He pulls at this sort of long, sort of little goatee beard he has, <coughs> and he thinks about it and he says, I'm agreeable to that. I have one condition. And that is? You never make me hurt my friends. My honor bound. In one year's time, your arch nemesis is as good as. So, deal. Giving up a year of her life in exchange to kill a man that this is down here and she can't hurt her friends? Yeah, she'd take that deal. She would extend her hand to shake it. You shake it. And then he takes his other hand and sort of grabs you behind the back, pulls out a talon. Oh no! And he begins to sort of mark you with a strange sigil that begins to burn and flame. Oh, I'm and sure Cursed and Amira do not like this. <laughs> Stoltis is definitely looking away at this point. He finally stabs it in, twists it, and says. By blood and fire, it is done. You feel sick and hurt at the same time. Your muscles begin to sort of ache and they begin to swell. Your tusks take on a grotesque. He must know, like, how many people I've killed, too, because, like, that was, that was a pretty low-ball deal, so he, he must know I'm gonna get him a lot of souls, oh boy. Your tusks begin to grow, and they almost seem to twist in your jaw as they sharpen to almost ridiculous lengths, and from your head, you feel this pressure building, and... Slowly popping and bleeding from your head. Oh man, am I like Hellboy? Are like these horrible, horrid horns that sort of branch and break out and bristle and sharpen. Ugh, so you have like a warthog thing. Yeah. Does it hurt? It hurts like fuck. Yeah, I'm probably. Hell. I was gonna say I'm probably screaming as the horns are popping out of my head, like. And everything is just shifting in your body. And then when it's done, it is as... It is just like your whole body has gone numb from the pain. And you just lay there on the floor, heaving. Um, I'm going to Amira. <laughs> like, keep her back. She is just mortified. 
at this. And at the same time, a little furious, and she kind of <coughs> looks at you, but realizes she's got to try to hold yeah. herself back a bit. And at the same time, the demon goes over to the sphere where it was, summons the grate up, and opens this brass ball that reveals a small, what looks like a human heart cast in iron that is slowly beating and pulsating with a red light inside. He grabs it and squeezes it in his hand as black liquor <coughs> and oil slake the floor. You can almost hear it screaming in his hand as it catches fire and disintegrates. And he lets the dust fall on the ground. Kill for me then, and our deal is set. And when our year is up, the gentleman is as good as dead. What I'll is be... your name? Malakorok. There's no one going to remember that, so just keep reminding me. <laughs> Will do. Well, you're a demon bitch now. <laughs> Is there anything else in here? Aside from that, all of a sudden the volcano starts to sort of dwindle and die. All the magma begins to slowly sort of seal up and he looks to you and says, I'll be seeing you soon. Great. And in a great fireball he sort of disappears again and the volcano grows cold and silent. I'm just gonna start walking away, I guess. Uh, I don't I even know I'm, what to say. I'm just gonna follow at that point. Like, I feel like we're all so lost like for dead, words dead about what just happened. Yeah. It's like, I've seen some really crazy shit, but... but that's that was pretty fucking crazy. Whew. We should probably find some proof that we actually did what we were told. So that... Uh, what are you doing? I forgot his name. Xanathar? Xanathar doesn't think we're lying. We can't exactly bring his head back. I guess we could go I mean, check, we'll, we'll tell see if there's any treasure or anything left in the castle. We popped him four. Yeah. yeah and he has I feel like when he sees her, he's gonna believe us. That's fair. That's true. So, let's head back. Amir kind of comes over to you as you're still laying on the floor and says, Are you alright? Do I still feel like myself? You feel like yourself, but you also feel changed. <laughs> You're still your same angry, bitter, sometimes shout the self. But there's a darkness there that wasn't there before. A sort of itch for malice and chaos. More so than usual. Darker than usual tinge with an almost sadistic bloodlust almost. <laughs> half of you is glad that Amira is there. The other half almost wants you to throw her to the floor and thrash her about. 
just for the sick pleasure. I made a promise that he wouldn't make me hurt my friends, so... I, I imagine that urge is still there, but I wouldn't give in to it. It's more like a fantasy, almost like an inner voice that's, I mean, that's like an impulse or whatever. Like a yeah, like a voice in your head that's screaming, but it doesn't move your. But you shake it off and say, mm -hmm. "Just shut up." Mm -hmm. I'm just like not gonna answer, and I'm just gonna stand up. I think. And after a minute, I will say, "I am me." And there is work to be done. And then I will go. Alright. And as you start to go, um, you start to hear these small little cracks. These echoing sort of... <coughs> okay. And it almost, it starts very slowly... And then it almost sounds like a landslide as bits of rock from the ceiling come to oh, tumble geez. down on the cage and just rank twisted metal and everything. It feels like the whole earth is shaking. We need to get out of here. <laughs> Nicholas! <laughs> it was the volcano. Yeah. Just guessed went out of the fragments. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna want to Everybody, I need you to make some dexterity saving throws and start this shit again. That's a 22. This is how Charlie died! Right, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. No, it was Joseph. Joseph, Joseph whatever. Same thing. Uh, I can see it, so I have advantage on dexterity. Okay. Well, I got a nat 20. Oh, dex save. I'm sorry. I got, a, I got a nat 20, and I get a plus 1, so a 21 total. Unnatural 20. Oh, well, I'm dead, guys. Peace, hey, Nat on. 1. Nat 1? Yeah. Alright, you sort of tumble and you stumble. Um, Don't you have to... You can do another charge on the ring, can't you? You can. You can automatically succeed on oh, the yeah. saving throw. That's true. <laughs> Tyler's like, damn it, just die. Okay, <coughs> so I'll use another charge on the ring. You got one lift. Alright, so you automatically succeed again, and um, you sort of see that um, Curse is starting to fall behind a little bit, and he's struggling to keep up, and the rocks are starting to come down, the whole ceiling of the tunnel is starting to come down. I need everybody to make another dexterity saving throw for three. Oh, that's what did that you say? One. I'm sorry. We're going to go for three, so that's two out of three uh, works. Okay, I rolled an 8. <laughs> so, okay. 22 for me. 9. Yeah, one, 2, 9. Stolfus is good, for, we're good at five. running away from fog okay. rocks. Don't you also have a ring? It's not equipped, I have my ring invisibility on. Mm, okay, that's oh. Okay, so a few of you that rolled lower than 15 are really starting to fall that's behind. everybody except Stolfus. Yeah. I'm Pretty much everybody. Amira's starting to catch up. So you're all kind of, but you're just near the lip of the tunnel. Just one more chance to get out of here. Oh, shit. That's a 14 for me. 11. Five. I'm going to use one of my Ring of Evasion okay. things. Because I rolled a 2, so... 
Oh wait, I have advantage. Never mind. I'm gonna wait to do that because I have advantage because I can see it on a deck save. That's a fifteen. Okay. I keep forgetting I have advantage on deck saves. All right, and you see. roll. You rolled eleven. Eleven. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Five. Five. Okay. All right, so Amira, Shaltha, and uh, Anathema roll out of there just fine in the nick of time. Uh, Stoltis and Valis, you roll out, but not without taking severe damage of... Um, Uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. Um, for Millicent... You take 17 points of bludgeoning damage. And uh, right behind you, uh, you hear the shout of uh, Cursed screaming oh, no. as he's buried alive under the rubble. Can I uh, very angrily start like tossing rubble aside, trying to help him? Uh, yeah. Um, roll a strength check. Thirteen. All right. What's your usual um, proficiency bonus to that? Oh, my usual proficiency bonus? I didn't add proficiency. I just did oh. my regular strength. My proficiency bonus well, is a plus three. Well, whatever, whatever uh, you add to your strength checks. I add plus five to my strength checks. I maxed out on strength. <coughs> okay. My proficiency is a plus three, but I didn't add proficiency because I don't think I'm... No, um, yeah, that's, um... Like my athletics, I'm proficient in athletics. That's why if I do an athletics check, I get a plus eight instead of a plus five. Right. But, uh, just regular strength is just plus five. Right, okay. You all these maxed and, out. And what, it, what, what was your roll? I rolled 13. 13, okay, so make that a 23. Oh, what? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you get, I'm going to say that because of your contract, you get... Plus ten to any strength rolls that you make. Damn. Okay. <laughs> it's it's gotta have bad stuff too, though. It's got negatives. It's including so, I look like a demon, so most people aren't gonna like me. Right. My charisma's probably gonna take a big hit. <laughs> I'll be sure to figure it out. Yeah. But for now, it's. Yeah, you start pulling the rocks off, and it's like Herculean strength as you're lifting boulders that would normally crush a person. You're just throwing them aside like they're Yeet. like they're small rocks almost. And you get to a certain <coughs> point where you can see Kirst's hand, but it's been crushed under the weight of rocks, and there is sort of the squishing of blood, the oozing of blood coming out. The hand sort of feels cold to the touch. Ah, uh, it's too late. 
Do I feel anything about it? You feel, on the one hand, sort of another, you know, grief of failure, like, yeah. damn it all, damn it all. But on the other hand, you just feel this sort of, You're gonna hurt yourself. everybody dies. He's no different. Is his ring on his hand? Yes. I'm gonna take it off, I'm gonna toss it to Vallis. He's not needed yeah. that anymore. That's all I'm going to say. And just walk away angrily. Hope you caught it, Vals. Falls into lava. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll say that. Cast it in the fire, Sildur! <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're all kind of um, <clears throat> leaving the ruins of the volcano and everything. <laughs> You notice in the distance this very large, very elaborate ship is just starting to make landfall. No, hold on. No, I'm going to take it and I'm going to go put it back on his hand. I promised him for helping me with my vision he could keep his ring. All right, you do and that. And there is honor among thieves. As we all know in the city of thieves. Bitches. So. That was so kind of you. What did you do? I, I thought about it, and I have to keep my word. I told him that, because he helped me with my eyesight, that I would let him keep his ring. Hi. So he put it back on the finger. So I put it back on. Sad. Anyways, ship's coming in. I'll just shrug. Be like, whatever. And over the horizon, you can see this very large, elegant ship decked in blue paint and gold furnishings. And on it, on its uh, face, kind of like one of those mermaids that they put on the bow of the ship. It, but instead of a mermaid, it's a large uh, fish. Okay. Friends of yours? Do I recognize the ship? You do not recognize the ship. Mm. But the fish looks familiar. In fact, it kind of looks like silver. Is it a goldfish? Yeah. It is a goldfish. <laughs> yeah. Is the ship airborne? It's just making landfall. Alright. <laughs> In fact, it's making landfall right next to yours. Oh, nice. It's on the way though. <coughs> it's a Silgar ship. Oh, hell yeah. The figurehead is a goldfish. So, yeah, I'm going to make my way towards the ship then. <coughs> Alright, you start making your way towards the ship. I assume everybody else follows suit. Yes. Nick, all, you all go down to oh, the planes. Oh, come here. Yes. Aww. He moved his head forward and hit it on the chair. Oh, baby. Oh. Yeah, okay. Oh, poor baby. He's, He's like, good. oh, I want to play with the car that Lucy's playing with. <laughs> Alright, so. <laughs> so we go to the ships. You go down to the ships, and immediately disembarking are a couple of uh, people decked in the same kind of robes you see before in the Xanathar Guild. And down the gangplank comes uh, Xanathar himself. Oh boy. Does he have a pirate hat? Yeah, the kids are awake. You can do your voice now, Tyler. Someone want to make sure that the volume's up on the speaker? Yeah. 
So, I see you've taken care of things, have you? I know, that's what I think about him all the time. I'm like, I hope he lets me DM his group. Yes. <laughs> so you did what I asked you to do? In a way, yes. Ah, good, good. Very good. Now then, I have some unfortunate news to bring to you. Oh, great. We are no longer living in the Rheinstall. I thought he was just gonna say we're no longer living, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I know, I thought so too. It just beams us. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have decided against staying in Rheinstall with the current climate of death and stuff. Death and stuff is the climate. <laughs> okay, so what does that mean for our deal? Well, the deal still holds. You did a phenomenal job. I think. Did you do it? Did you kill him? He's dead. He's very dead. Very good. Very good to hear. Does he not even care about the fact that she has giant fucking demon horns now? He's, he is looking at me in a weird way in his defense, but we can't visually obviously understand that. Did you always have horns on your head, scary lady? They're there now, that's all that matters. God, she's an edge lord. I have to be. I'm I like possessed by a demon. Very good. Very good. Yes. Right. So. I've sent my spies out all over the place. And I think I found them. You think you found them? We're pretty sure, given the description you gave us. We're pretty sure that this redskin man we found and the pretty lady are the ones you've been looking for. Where are they? Point me in their direction. I will make the rivers run red with their blood. Oh, scary lady got super scary. Well, it just so happens I found them in the ruined forests of Consen et Tabu. Have we been there before? Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's where we got the stone at initially, wasn't it? Okay. Mm -mm. No, that was right out of Rhinestone. Oh, right. Consen et Tabu dealt with, um... The mirror dimension. Yeah, all that, all that shenanigans. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, we were just about... Anyways. When we were trying, when we were trying to put the the artifacts away, the artifacts into the mirror dimension, you guys right. were there. We joined right after that, was and right that's when I got the Jabberwock, right? What? Yeah, we came yeah. in the session directly after that. Well, yeah, because it was at the battle. No, my first thing was the the huge battle before we were recognized as heroes, and that the, that was the battle that. Um, okay, you don't have to go around. Then. I thought you wanted down. So, I don't know what this place is. 
would I? I don't know with my. Uh, you would you would kind of be familiar with the um, idea of constant at Tableau. You know that it's the old uh, Elven grounds. Okay. And that's been through a lot of uh, civil strife in its past. <laughs> Bless you. So, all right. If that's all we have to do, I mean, we have no reason to stay here any longer. Very good. Very good. So, I can take you aboard my ship, or you can take your little spooner. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Solomon right next to him goes, uh, Pardon me, Master Xanathar, it's called a schooner, not a spooner. <laughs> I don't know why you're still calling me Captain. I've been... <coughs> Mutinied upon. Well, you're still our captain. The hat doesn't really fit with these anymore. It's a shame. It's a nice hat. I know people who can put holes in hats for horns. It'll look pretty I will have to meet them. <laughs> Very good. Very good. But you still gotta save the world, I think. Or else I'm not going to make any money. Something like that. Something like that. So. If you're uh, now for a shot, that's not so much about saving the world as murdering a fuck ton of people, so. Yeah. Well then, I'll leave you to it. In the meantime, we're going to start digging out the castle. Collecting all that we can and pawning it off as best we could. You're gonna give us like the coordinates for where we're supposed to go, or we're just supposed to search constant at tableau. Mm. <laughs> yes. One second. The last place we saw them was um. Uh, do you have a um a direction person on your ship? Well, that would would it be me? Very good. Uh, I have my mm. navigator. Yes, that thing. I'll have him talk to you. And that way, you can head down there. And with that, uh, Amir begins to talk with their navigator, and you get ready for your trip to Constant at Tableau. And that is where we will end our super session here oh, tonight. I get to live. <laughs> you had a couple close calls. Yeah. <coughs> I, I felt like it'd be pretty fitting if Millicent died right after Shalta, like, made a deal with the devil. But, so I wouldn't have been that upset. But, man, a lot of shit just happened in that session. Yeah.